This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Okay, before we start the podcast, I just want to say... We have a tangent we're going to go on real quick. <laughs> gonna make a real difference. Feed the poor and heal the Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. I have some words for you guys. Woo! Starting it off like that. You got, <laughs> you got uh, New Year's resolutions. Let's not talk about that yet because Hayden wants to say something, but then we'll talk about that. I mean, this is kind of what inspired what I was, what I wanted to talk about is Perfect. the spirit of New Year's and the whole resolution thing. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of making resolutions this year, yep. I just wrote down things that I thought inspiring about life. Mm. Like kind of like what you guys are saying with like quotes or like words my little book to here. live by yeah, or whatever that yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. you guys inspired me for on previous episodes to do something like that so i wanted to to kick off the pod with some things that'll give you guys the right uh mindset going into 2020 like oh that. it's an inspirational like first podcast of the year i love it i like that i'm gonna shut my eyes and listen mm-hmm. um i wanted to start off this is a fun idea that i had um i'm two under par today guys do you know what that means i I'm Are we doing par. sayings that don't exist? No. no. <laughs> I'm two under par. I'm two That's under a par. great positive affirmation, even if you aren't that. Yeah. Saying you're two under par and embodying it from the first person, like mm-hmm. it's already happened, that is how you manifest yeah. in a powerful way. My, my... In this context, though, I actually have like a specific thing that I've I been trying since the first, like since the new year. And it's basically anytime you have a positive interaction – that's a birdie. Like that's one under mm. par. Anytime you have like a neutral interaction, like it's just meh, that's just par. I can't. And if you have a negative interaction, like, or if you, even if you, it looks positive, but in your mind you have any sort of resentment or mm. uh, jealousy or like any of those negative feelings, then that's a, that's a bogey. It's a bogey. And you keep, you just keep track of your running total. It could even be a double bogey. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually pretty disappointed with that right now. Why? <laughs> you you went with the the bogey birdie system when you could have gone with just a, a solid plus minus, you know. Ah, what's, your, what's your plus minus today, right? Or you could have <sighs> say I only got birdies. 
<laughs> my life's only birdies. I mean, tweet, tweet. It's only birdies. It's only birdies. No, but I like that system. You could do it with plus minus. I imagine you, you wrap up the year and you're plus 359. Like, that's a great season. Anytime, I guess you could look at it like anytime you have an interaction, I'm going to have a good shift here. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? Great shift. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Like, you get in a bit of a scuffle. You don't like how you acted. You're like, oh, yeah, I took the minus there. I took the dash. That's a dash two for me in that shift alone. God. Yeah, it doesn't happen to me very often. I don't, I don't do a lot of dashes. No. But anyway, I thought kids. that was a fun, like, almost a, a fun way to gamify your... I like, do kind of like it. It's, yeah, it's, it's more like just a way to be aware of how you're feeling about conversations and interactions you have with people, even if it's just a smile. Yeah. Like, yes. Or like someone, like I was at the gym today and someone was using the machine that I wanted to use. And instead yeah. of being like, and like kind of moping around or whatever. Yeah, I, machine I, I just, I gave them, I gave them a smile and a nod. Yep. And it's like they knew I was waiting for that machine. And then all of a sudden they were like, oh, I'm going like, to oh, not I, take my time. I, you, you, you didn't that's say. That's crazy you just said that. Sorry, one sec. Yeah, that's sure. crazy you just said that because I was at the gym yesterday. Using and, I, else's machine. and I'm never like the guy to go up to someone and be like, like, Hey, when are you done? Yeah. I never do got? that. But yeah. I'm like, why don't I do that? I need to use this machine. This guy's sitting on his phone, scrolling TikTok, <laughs> And it's the only, and it's the new year's people press, that it's yeah. the only chest press machine. And there's no one else in the gym. There's like three people. And it's on the machine I need. And I go and I'm like, I know. And this is what happens when you know, the guy's in the wrong. He knows he's in the wrong. Yeah. Cause if you ask someone how many sets they have left and they say one, they know that they're... <laughs> they know, like, they can't say, oh, zero, here, use the machine, but they know they're in the wrong, and they've been on that machine for 10 minutes already, yeah. 15. They could have done 10 rep, ten yeah. sets already of, like, so I go, one rep. So I go up it. to them in a, in a nice way. I'm just like, oh, like, what's going on? Like, he had his headphones in, so it's, like, an awkward, like, approach. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, I don't care. Like, the I, smile and nod, yeah, and like, even if you just, like, you just point, yeah. then it's, yeah, like... Yeah, that's it's, a good one, but this one, this yeah. one I wanted to, like... How many? I wanted to go up to him because I knew he was scrolling on his phone. I wanted to give him a test. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say, yo, like, how many more sets you got on her? Oh, right. just, just one more. Perfect. Nope. Yeah, no problem. And then, and then, and then you wait. <laughs> and then you, you don't leave. You wait. Yeah. You wait for that set to be over. Breathing like, heavily. Yeah. And then he, he was a good he was a good sport about it. Nice. Give him a happy New Year's. But what's the etiquette if someone's in the bathroom doing that? It's like a public bathroom. There's only one stall, and you gotta hop in there. You know, someone's just you can hear them like laughing at memes. How many more sets? <laughs> oh, yeah, they're, they're in the public washroom scrolling tick. That's crazy. I think the etiquette you cannot is do that. You peek you over and look that. at what they're watching. Oh, you just hey, climb, up, climb up, up on the urinal and look put, over. If the you're top. gonna be on your phone in a public washroom, you better not have your volume up on your TikTok <laughs> scrolling. And then people do that. I was like baffled. The guy comes in next to me. I'm chilling. And this guy just starts scrolling TikTok. But also, I want to say, if the bathrooms don't have music, that should be criminal. Mm. That should not be allowed. Oh, yeah. If it's silence. <laughs> in a public bathroom. In yeah. a public bathroom, that is the most worst thing ever. Yeah, especially, like, there's a family in there. You know, there's, like, some some children. You want to respect your privacy, right? And well, then it's, it's just, like, like, quiet. If it's too quiet, sometimes yeah. you can't. It's just too quiet. And there's another. No, you guys are both. This is way too silent. You got you're IBS, at, and you be, go in there. And you got to make your own music. You're at the urinal. You're <laughs> at the urinal, and now you're and now you got you have, what's the word I'm looking for? You have stage fright. Yeah. Oh yeah. Your brother both got stage fright, oh. and now it's silent. <laughs> I thought it's it's worse because of the acoustics in the bathroom. Like everything's got that reverb, so it's like you try to cover up, and you're like. Not even that. Even when you're going to pee, even when you're going to go to pee, and it's just like you and another guy, and it's dead silent. And like, it, I'm like, are you gonna go first, or am I gonna get the stream going first? Mm. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Now neither streams are going, and you're like, <laughs> do I just walk away, even though I still gotta go? <laughs> this is just too awkward. Oh man. Yeah, music in the, like 2024. Every bathroom should have some sort of 
lo-fi hip-hop, yeah. some sort of yeah. jazz music playing. Whale noises or Each something. Each year you can play your own song. So I don't want to go into a silent public bathroom all 2024, and I'm going to protest everyone. Yo, I would love like some relaxing like beach beach noises or something, you know? Just like, yeah, oh, some waves crashing. Anything's better than dead silence, because it's... Tough stuff out there. All right, I got a couple more here. Yep, continue. Oh, you guys want to hear them? I'm just saying with your uh, with your system, mm-hmm. it'd be great to work it into your life with your relationship, like, you you know, your kids, your wife. You know, wife does something. Oh, you're a plus one today, sweetie. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Man, you, you brought coffee to me while I'm sitting here. Having, oh, that's a plus one. That's a plus <laughs> one for that's you. That's a bogey, hon. You didn't put any sugar in it? <laughs> oh, that's a bogey, hon. That's a double yeah. bogey. She's like, what are, are we doing bogeys or minuses? Did I just take a minus or did it have a bogey? I was like, hey, to be honest, both. Both. You got your, your dash one and a bogey. I think it's time. good to use with with people that you are important in your life, but only on yourself, though, I think. Oh, no. In a more healthy just... way. Because, like, if you're just if you're just giving them feed, you're almost, like, trying to train them on what you like or don't like. You're telling versus me. Versus knowing how you feel about things and interacting in a better way next time. You're, you're telling me it's not a good idea to start ranking every interaction I have with Sammy. Huh. I think it might be huh. a good idea. Okay. I, thought... I say let's, let's see how it goes. On that note, yeah. my next one is kind of related to that. Um, if you're going to give someone your time, Give them the best time that you have to offer, as time can only be spent once. Mm. I'm giving that to you guys right now. Mm-hmm. Today I said, mm-hmm. let me give the boys the best energy I have on this podcast, and let me bring some mojo. Yeah. And I think that's important if you're going to go into a human interaction, is to be there, oh. is to not want to get out, escape the conversation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, yeah, let's just be here for now. Mm-hmm. Embrace the silence. If there's a little silence in the convo, don't have to run away from the convo. Mm-hmm. Don't be there. Give them your full energy. Give them your attention. Make it a better convo. And make I, it, make I it a better convo. Exactly. I thought that one was Bring impactful for my mindset because I'll find myself sometimes throughout, like, whatever, just a usual day, I'll have these interactions and I'm like, you know what? I'm with this person or, like, just even if it's only for a brief moment. <laughs> Jeremy's playing music in the background. John Legend, all of me. Oh, <laughs> give all of me. You're going to mute Copyright. Jeremy. Copyright. Copyright. <laughs> yeah. All of me. All of you. I give all of me every time. No, I'm just saying, like, what's your most valuable currency? Time, right? It, it's yes. attention. Time and attention, yeah. Because well, you can you Attention can is time. Come on. <laughs> Attention and time are these the same thing? Let's talk. No, about it's it. not because I can spend thirty minutes next to my kid and be completely disconnected. I would say that you're just spending time in the wrong way. It's time, but it's not attention. I'm okay. Whatever. <laughs> That's thirty minutes. Thirty, no, minutes, 30 I, I, minutes. I get what Hayden's saying. It's attention. Like thirty. Yeah, you're, if you're really spending your time the best, you're going to be giving your attention. I I look at my hockey practice that way. When I get on the ice with those kids, I could just like be a warm body, push pucks around, do the bare minimum, get through the practice, right? Mm-hmm. No, Jerry's going to be teaching no. you inside edge work. He's going to be teaching I'm, you how to toe drag. He's gonna no, be- I'm, I'm firing the kids up. Like, each of, those, each of those kids on the ice matter to me, right? So when they do something, I let them know. Yeah, right. They I do. get excited. Like, mm-hmm. I, I challenge them. That's a good um, tip for the coaches. Yeah. yeah. I, get, I, like, I, I get down and I talk to them. And, and oh, you, you know, if they do something wrong, I, I say, give it to no, him. no, no, no. It's like back in line. You can do better. You can no, do better. I let him know that, right? That's the only way. You got to be positive. Yeah. And you have to 
yeah, make them want to be there. Like, if the kid doesn't want to be there, they're going to not have fun. They're not going to learn anything. They're not going to listen to you. But they, they, they turn that little – they turn their ears off. They're they like, they like it. Coach. You know, it's, it's, it's these ADHD kids, and you just blow the whistle, and they do whatever they want. You're like, no, no, get back in line. Do it right. And they're like, what? Oh, coach actually cares? He's actually paying oh, attention Oh, coach actually cares? He's actually paying attention to <laughs> yeah, me? He's exactly. giving me time? Yeah. And then, and then, and then he does, and then the kid does it right. And you go, yes, I like that. Everyone see, you see what he just did right there. Oh, Let's chair. all do that. Let's all do it. And yep. then the kid's like fired up. He's, yeah, I did it right. And coach told everyone. You should have right? seen the speech I delivered on Saturday. It was the greatest speech I've ever had in my entire life. So the, 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 I was doing a tournament on the Saturday there. Oh yeah. And they were like, oh, come in and deliver us a speech. I'm like, all right. Like, so I got like three coaches watching me. I got the whole team. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Pressure. What do I do? I get it started. I get it started early by getting them involved. You know, I get a little. I found a little foam roller. I I, I passed to the one kid. I said, "Tell me one thing you're gonna do this game to help get a win." Mm. Boom. And then look a teammate in the eye across the room. Say their name. Pass it to him, and then that teammate. So I went all the way around the room, oh. gave everyone a chance to speak. Right? Because mm -hmm. now everyone's like, "Oh, when's that thing coming to me?" And now yeah. they want to be paying. They're like nerve a little bit. Ner you get a little nervous. So you get a little, yep. you get a little yep. more tentative. Yep. They get to the room. And then boom, where's where where does it land at the end? Back closer. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then it came to the closer <laughs> at the end. Time. It was closing time for Coach Chip, and I came. I was like a stand-up comedian out there. I was just. I, I literally said, just like kind of what Coach Chippy's do. Like I knew I had the room. Mm. I go, Coach Chippy's control. Just like Coach Chippy's controlling the room right now. Oh yeah. Okay, everyone. You see how Coach Chippy just took. Uh, <laughs> I didn't see how Coach Chippy just took control of this room. I want you guys. <laughs> Jokes. To take control I, and I, of the I had, game. I had, I had, I had I, and I looked at the coaches. I had them dying too. I was like, coaches, the coaches are taking notes on this speech right now because that's all. It was, it was hilarious. And I was like, this is what age group? What I want to do. Dialed. They were like, dialed. They were twelve. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. Oh, okay, that's the perfect age. And thus, he started his career as guest coach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Inspirational guest, speaker, guest, guest coach. coach. Guest yeah. coach. Inspirational I, yeah. guest coach. You can book him now. The Leafs need you. That was like, that was like, I was like, oh, this is kind of stand up. Like, I was like, I took control of that room. I was like, I could be nervous here, but no. You're working the crowd. Oh, yeah. I worked the crowd. And yeah. I, I was looking, now I had all the kids involved. So I was looking at them and I said, you know, what is, what, what is, or what does a positive mind equal? Then I look at the kid in the eye and then he's, he says something. I'm like, you know what I mean? And it's like, okay, yeah. the kids now, because now, now they're, now it's like, is coach going to like, they can't make me answer a question. Like they can't I gotta, start putting on their shin pads or something, right? They have to be paying attention. No, you have them on edge. And that's how I realized you have, you have to have them on that little, like, oh, is he going to, and they're not going to say, and now you have control. And now you have kind of have that control to like make, make jokes and stuff. And what, like, what was the best answer? Like the one that caught you off guard. What are, what are you going to do to, to win the game? 
because I'd be like, I'm going to stay on the bench so he gets more ice time. I think he said, I'm not going to get suspended or something. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to punch someone in the head. And I'm like... I was like, yeah, tone it. And then it was funny. I was like, yeah, tone that back. Tone that back. You know what I mean? I was like, I just had, I was flowing. That's it was great. like one of the greatest speeches I've ever done. Maybe, maybe, maybe go like this. Just punch that, in the chest that, instead. That reminds me of uh, when I had Mason mic'd up. He was like four years old or whatever. And, and some kid like takes the puck off of him. And uh, I don't know. He just like lets him, right? So Mason, Mason, what do you do? If, if someone takes the puck off you, like he comes to the bench, right? I'm like, what, what are you going to do if someone takes the puck off of you? He's like, I'm going to crack him in the, not crack him in the head. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't crack him in the head. Don't crack him in the head. Don't crack him in the head. Yeah, yeah. good. All right. Do you guys want to hear another one? Let's or? go. Let's go. Give me another one. We're obviously, we're flowing off these. Yeah, this, is, this was kind of like my, if, if any of them were a resolution, this is like my resolution. It's the only day that matters is yesterday and how you can be better today. 1% better every single day. I like that. So, and like the reason that I, I wrote that is because I'll tend to focus on how I've done in the past like week or two and like what I want to get done in the next month to year. Like I'm think, thinking in the past and future, right? But if you only think about what you did yesterday and what you can do better, then eventually you're going to make progress on the things that oh, you want to yeah. accomplish, right? Yeah. That's and that's like beautiful. the best, like works for the gym, works for. Like if you have any uh, passions you want to pursue, you put more time into it or even works with how you interact with the people that are important to you, right? Like if you're, how can I be better, a better boyfriend, better husband, you know, Mm, better son, right? So 1% better, just 1% better from the day before. That's it. Yeah. You don't want to get too ahead of yourselves with setting these crazy goals. Like 1% better just might be not stopping at McDonald's on the way home, Mm, making some eggs. Healthy choices. That's 1%. But if you had McDonald's yesterday... 1% 1% better is not stopping at McDonald's. Yeah. Going home and making food. Like, you don't have to do this crazy. Mm-hmm. You're just getting 1% better. You're not having to make these or crazy. Or if you, say you, uh, you're doing, um, like, stretches or a jog in the morning or something. Yeah. 1% better is being more mindful about what you're doing and being more engaged in it and getting the yes. most out of it. Yes. For one thing, even if there's other things that aren't as good, you're 1% better in one thing. Exactly. For, for me, like it, it's hard to, to combine, like, because there's so many things you can improve on at once, right? I'm like, oh, you know, I want to wake up early, and then I want to uh, get my stretches in, and when I work out, and then do the cold plunge, and then, you know, make a healthy breakfast, and it's like, then you wake up, but your kid's already awake, and you're like, oh, and then you hear the baby yelling upstairs, like, oh, I got better go get her, and then you got to change diapers, and oh, now I got to feed the kids, all that and stuff, now right? you haven't accomplished what you... No, like, the, the personal time yeah. has been given to the children, which is fine, to the family, but I'm just trying to combine those, so I wanted to work out. Kids are home for the holidays, right? I'm like, you know what, kids? They were watching TV or whatever. They, they try to give them like half an hour or whatever, keep them happy. But I'm like, kids, you've been watching enough TV. Let's go all work out. We brought them all down to the gym. Mm-hmm. It was a little chaotic. <laughs> it was a little chaotic, but I still got a decent, like something I could feel it's good. Like about. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like a little yeah. pump. You got a little, little pump. A little, little pump. A little mirror flex. And, and you know what's great? Yeah. Mason hopped on the Peloton. He rode that thing for like half an hour straight. Yeah, he did. That's great for him. Yeah. Right, to start the morning, yeah, eight years did. old, and you get, get him on the Peloton. Pumping, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great for him. Great yeah, for his great. mental and physical health. And, uh, you know, th- then it's kind of, they're seeing, they're seeing me doing something, they're doing it. Mm-hmm. We got the two-year-old, she's doing it as well. And then uh, sometimes I'm just feeling like, oh, I need, need a little stretch. No, you, you can lift weights, you can stretch. What I was doing is just uh, full-out brawls with the children. Just like, 
<laughs> WWE. That's awesome. Like Sunday Night Live. Oh, I pick them up. I'm chalking them. It's so like you know how good it is for you to lift like a 50 pound child and just throw yeah. them. Yeah, right. That's like just a full toss body them through the it's, wall. <laughs> It's, I, I tend to aim for the softer That's things. That's what all like the, the holes in the drywall were. No, like that. You <laughs> yeah, got to set up. I was like, well, I'm I, wondering the same thing. You, like, you set up a nice landing pad, you know, put all the couches and blankets. You need like a foam pit or something. Here's the thing, though. They loved it. They love it. Every day, I, we've just been having massive oh, family yeah. fights. There you go. And, and like, amazing. I'm picking up Mace. I'm spinning around in circles. And then Briar comes running at me. And she's like, my, me, me, me. Okay. So I chuck Mace and I pick her oh. up. She wants it too, right? And she's Slam. coming. Right? Slam her. <laughs> Do roundhouse kicks. And, yeah, like that sounds yeah. so fun. And, and every once in a while, I let them just, you know, attack me. And then I'm like, oh, no. And they, uh, they let them win. Oh, yeah. The they think it's hilarious. They get explosive again. Thanos comes back. Yeah. Like, ah, like, like uh, Olivia comes up and thought. just like, she just barely touches me like that. I just flying in oh, the couch. Oh. WWE style. They're all laughing. That's good. It's good. It's like, it, it's a nice little 20 minute workout. But yeah, for you, Jer, the, like you said, the thing that becomes a challenge for you is you're like, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. Mm -hmm. And then when your life Life derails derails those things, then all of a sudden you're feeling, oh, I didn't get to do this. I didn't get to do this. I didn't get to do this. Instead of that, think about, okay, well, yesterday I still had these kids. They're still doing all this stuff. Mm -hmm. How can I be a little bit better than yesterday with all those things happening? Yeah. You know, it's like, and then eventually it'll just become habit, all the little things that you're doing, right? And if, yep, and then you don't need to do it all at once. It's just no. like, you did, okay, well, today the kids, um, they always get up early, so I'm going to get up a little earlier, do a cool, beat them to the clock. Beat them to the clock. Yeah. Oh, you know, dear. there's one thing. Then the earlier, next day. Earlier, buddy. You know what else feels great, not though? Not getting up earlier enough. You know what else feels great? Earlier enough. Sleep in it. Earlier enough. <laughs> earlier. Holy. It's a trade-off. Early enough. <laughs> all right, I got one more if you guys... Like, let's go. Let's go. Um, I wrote this one a while ago, actually. Um, when life feels heavy, imagine being old and you've been granted a random day of your life to relive. Oh, oh, I like that. Heavy, so when you're feeling heavy down, heavy is the ocean. Only, uh, I don't even know. Like, what day? What day? Maybe D- Disneyland with the kids or something? No, 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 no. When you're feeling heavy. Yeah. Imagine that you're old and you've just been granted the opportunity to relive the day that you're That's in. That's fire. Mm. The day right now. Yeah, the yeah. day right I now. Got a random day in the oh, random this day. Is, this is the day. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. then what would you do, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy's like, I got to leave here. <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm going home. Oh, wait, I am. <laughs> I just found that was a good way to no, I like recenter that. and feel grateful for what you have and appreciate, like, because, like, you can't. All of a sudden, just because you're thinking that way, you can't all of a sudden go and like, oh, I'm going to go and do my the dream that I never did. No, but you have to appreciate what you did have. Yeah. What I'm really taking away from all of this is it's just like uh, devote yourself to each moment you have, right? Really be the best at whatever you're doing at that moment. Mm-hmm. And then you can feel good at the end of the day. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. amazing. And yeah. and for me, like the New Year's resolution, I, was, I wasn't did you make one? on the craft this year. I said, I'm heading into the new year on the right. Like I started... New Year's a week before New Year's. Oh, yeah. At the gym every single day. There you go. 11.30. Yeah. buddy OJ and I, 5K run into the new year. Nice. Um, started, We made a song, too. Nice. An hour into the new year. Beauty. Just started creating. Just started the the uh, the new year just doing the same good habits that I was doing a week before. And I was like, I'm not going to – I want to go into the new year 
not start the new year. That's called hitting the ground running. Hitting the ground running, and I felt like hit the ground running this new year, and it was getting creative. I feel inspired. I feel motivated. My mind feels a lot more clear than it did last the latter half of the year for sure. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, there's definitely things I still need to like, check off my list that I haven't got done. Um, but it's only I'm, day three. It's only day three, and there's been a gym every single day. There's been journaling every single day. Love it. And there's been a creation every single day. So. For me, it was hit the ground running. We're not going to do this new year, new me thing. No, we're <laughs> just going to keep flowing. We're going to keep new year, 1% same better. Man. 1% better. Yeah. Some some people, they love the New Year's resolutions. Some people are like, ah, it's not for me. Well, no. the, the New Year's resolutions, like, unless they're like, imbo- like, unless you're embodying it, like, I don't think it's going to last. Like, yeah, I feel no. like it, it's, a, it's a lifestyle. Resolution as a word itself yeah. is a setup for a mental failure. Yes. It's, it's hard yes. to do like a whole year of something, right? So what I... When, like, I, I did love the idea of New Year resolutions just because um, it, it's just like a, a mark, uh, like a, 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 way to, mark. a time to reflect. Yeah and, yeah. and it's like you look back at last year and look forward to the new year. Of course, you could do that at any point in within a year, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it's just like kind of draws more attention to it. So I really loved, I really enjoyed doing that, looking back at what I've done and then just taking a few moments to plan for oh, what do I want to do? What could I improve on, right? What I found worked the best for me, and I didn't do it this year, but like in previous years, I found this worked really well, is instead of using the entire year as like, I'm going to do this, I tried every month to come up with like a new uh, theme, mm-hmm. right? So, okay, this this month. Yeah, I, I remember did. you were talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, j- be more dedicated. This month, be more organized. This month, just kind of give something to focus on. Mm. Yes. And try to improve that one area of your life type of thing. I the best, will. The best comparison you could do each year over year is comparing your daily habits. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Like in your daily mindset about things. You are what you repeat. Cuz like if do. you if you write down how you feel you sh- everyone should do this right now actually. Write down on a piece of paper what your daily habits are, what your mindset is like for the next week, like the first week of January, mm-hmm. and then compare that to next year, 2025. Oh. oh. I al- I also want to add here um it's not don't do it when you have to do it. So like for me I had this big event on Saturday and um, of course I wake up, I listen to positive affirmations, I meditate. Mm-hmm. I, it's almost like instead of like, it was like, I, it was like a little bit selfish. So I'm, I'm doing it when I need to do it because I know mm. today's a big day and I, and I need to do it today because I'm heading into Otherwise an, you won't function as well. I'm heading into it. an event and yeah. it's, it's my, it's my event. People are showing up to see me. I need to be on. Whereas every day it like, it was a little, it's a little selfish to just not like, you know, like I, selfish to yourself like, you or think? just like, like to. To like the you're world. doing it. You're doing like it I'm for doing it everyone. Only, I'm only doing it today because it's my day, my event. Right. Instead of every treating every day like that, even if I got you. It's just a Monday, like it's just a normal day, like mm. waking right. up, doing my positive affirmations. Like I almost think it's a disservice to yourself. Yeah. Like because in my mind, actually, by doing it like that, you're only prepping yourself and using your full positive attitude towards um, other people, like externally. Versus oh, doing you. it as a pattern to feel that way inside yes. more. You and know? I think, but I think it's both because me not guess, doing that yeah, it's like on a daily basis two-sided. is me not showing up for the world in the best way I can. Right. So it is like a little selfish mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. sense of like, if I don't do these affirmations today, the person I see at the gym, mm-hmm. I might not even interact with or like, because I went into that day, like just with an abundance of positive energy I want to spread. Right. Whereas I should be doing that every single day when I'm at the gym, mm-hmm. smiling, like, you know, there's days where I'm. We've just talked like, about that yeah. before, and like how much, how good that is for yourself. Too, how, oh, right? how great yeah. is it for everyone around you, though? 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if, if, if us three spent every day together with this amount of positivity, we'd eventually boost each other up so much. Mm-hmm. Like it, it'd be like, we just keep on, everybody's just keeps on boosting, you know, maybe yeah. the ladder, I come yeah. in feeling a little down, but you two are around, you're bringing me up yeah. and I'm like, oh, now I'm, uh, and then, you know, vice versa. And oh, it's important. And I think y- you put it out, you get it back. And then if you create a group of people doing the same thing, now everybody's, that's what, that's awesome. puck daddy. I want to touch go. on this. I want to touch on this topic because it was the it was beginning of the new year, and we were we were on a five k run, Oliver and I, and we started saying Happy New Year's to everyone that walked by us on the sidewalk. Happy New Year! Right. They'd say it back. Happy New Year. They'd smile and say it back. We were engaging it. Mm-hmm. We were giving our energy away, and then they gave some energy back. Mm-hmm. But then we also noticed on the run the people that like didn't say anything back, mm-hmm. and then like or just didn't acknowledge us or like. We, we ended up giving them a negative. We'd say, oh, he's not flowing. You're like, oh, he wasn't flowing, right? I have so a deja vu here, so, Chippy. Yeah, I know. I just talked, I just talked to Jared okay. about this. And, um, Wait, didn't you start the podcast with this? No, before. No, it was before oh, it was before? Yeah, was before yeah. Okay, I didn't know if we recorded or not. <laughs> no. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, so then, um, so it was like the negative, like we gave him a negative because he gave us it. Like, so the world's a reflection. Right. That right. was the concept for the song we made after the run. Mm. And it was the idea of like, we were giving energy back. The world was reflecting back with a smile saying mm-hmm. ha- ha- everyone that we said happy new year to did. And then the people that didn't, we ended up th- like their reflection was negative. So, Oh, he's not flowing. We gave right. him a negative. Mm. And it was like that would, but that was him that was reflecting, putting that energy yeah, to so you was, and you were reflecting it back. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it was like interesting. The world's a reflection of you. And that was the concept of the song. And it was, um, yeah, your world's a reflection. Like, be who you want to be. Like, if you want to have positive interactions, you got to be positive. And I like that. The world is your reflection. And how crazy is that? That's a good uh, saying. It yeah. really, it's a banger. It really it's is. It's a banger a, song. Have I'm you ever you. noticed? Okay, so anyone who has, like, if you've gone through public school, high school, college, workforce, all that stuff, you will notice that the people who say, like, and this is the one red flag for me when I was younger, you, on, like, Facebook or whatever, and you see someone's post, oh, I hate drama so much. It's like they, what they put is like their profile, like their bio. Uh-huh. I, I hate drama. That person yeah, is involved in a lot of yes, drama. Yes, it's projection. <laughs> it's like, oh, I hate drama. That person hates drama because they are the dramatic, they, they just invite it in their lives. And they always talk about oh. how other people are so dramatic, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. It's the projection. Right? It's like the yeah. ultimate. It's, that one's yeah. hilarious. Or, or it's when I'm on a call with someone, oh, I am the most generous person Mm. you'll ever meet yeah oh are you now Bretta? have you ever heard of projection yeah. <laughs> that sounds a lot to me How's like your life saving sound i'll yeah, take it <laughs> night racing is back at richmond raceway this spring top nascar drivers like ryan blakey chase elliott bubba wallace ross chastain and virginia's own denny hamlin will battle under the bright lights and this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. <laughs> that's exactly. I mean, that's not bad to, to throw out. Like, oh, I'm generous. I like I like. But it's also a little, no, like, know, pretentious. I don't, I don't, I'm, not, like, <laughs> a I'm generous. I'm never going to tell anyone I'm generous. Like, you just are or you're not. You don't go saying, I am the most generous person. Right, right, I right. am the most loyal person in the uh, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, is, that is a little bit. It is kind of tough to, like, I, f- I feel like you're right. If you're, like, actually genuinely generous, yeah. then you kind of also have to be humble. Because yeah. if, you're, if you're not humble, and, or, like, you're not asking for, it's you're selfish. not wanting anything in back, but it's a selfish because you want the attention. 
Yeah, and like you're not really generous if all you're doing is like attention seeking. Yeah, so that's what he was trying to get. uh, He was trying to get uh, validation. Yeah, yeah. uh, And he's trying to like, and I'm just like, yeah, that's like. Well, he's trying to win you over or something, right? Yeah, so exactly. And and I'm like, okay, like I'm reading you like a book, brother. You know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, that's great. But I just know, and and you know, I go in my journal and I write about it. Yeah. And and it's like, you're not gonna maybe cause a a scene on I'm not going to call him out but yeah. you know, oh you're projecting right now like I mean <laughs> that, you could joke around and say oh are you projecting that's, like that, that's a good point because like I like to give back but I don't like to really like boast keep, I, well I don't keep like a, a tally and then like say I've done this and done this and done this yeah. and well, given this and, I, right I'm like the most generous guy on this world right and yeah say that you're not right <laughs> like, you're not the most generous person I, stop that right now I, I forget when I even have done things I someone tagged me uh these guys in uh Kenya have started a hockey league in a small little square rink and the guy tagged me in it, and I was like oh Ali he tagged me in this post and it's a picture of all these kids on the in the on the Kenya Ice team that just started hockey, and they all have uh, mowed hockey sticks. Yeah, that's sick. And I'm looking, I was like, how did they get those sticks? And I was like, oh yeah, I I, I forgot that I had I driven and uh, met someone like it was like three or four years ago in Toronto and just gave them a ton of sticks and they flew over and, and delivered them. I was like, oh okay, right. So it's like, are you projecting right now? By telling I am. Yeah, <laughs> telling the story now. So generous, Jared. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You help so many people. No, <laughs> no, no, no but it's all. It's, no, it's just one of those things that like too. I forgot. I forgot yeah. that I had even done it, and then like it was a nice little thing. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Some, a small gesture goes a long way for, for certain. Like yeah, right. Like that inspires people. too. I mean, I do. I that is the thing. So like I I donate some sticks um, over the New Year's or over the holidays, and I post it on my Instagram, obviously, because I'm like, this was cool. It was fun. It was a great moment, and I'm also trying to hype up Heroes Hockey it's and get positive. yeah, and inspire and more po- people. It's inspiring, and it's mm-hmm. that's what it is, and exactly, and it's um, it's just you got to be careful if you're doing business with someone just when they tell you they're the most loyal person on earth just be careful with that guy. all i'm saying uh-huh. be careful yeah. um talking about discipline i just want to throw something out there i always loved this definition of discipline uh and it, i like i think this really can go out to kids because you got to get that mindset nice and early discipline is doing something you don't want to do so that you're able to do something you want to do right right like it's amazing it, it that's discipline. Like you want to be like a great musician or, you know, you want to be the the fastest kid in your school or you want to have the best shot on your team. There's going to be times where you don't want to work towards that. You just want it. You want to be the fastest because it'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Right. But the most disciplined kids are like, okay, it's say 6am and I don't want to wake up early and train or, you know, I don't feel like doing what you need to do, but you're going to go out there and you're going to do it anyways, even when you don't feel like it because you're doing the things you don't want to do. So you're eight, you can do the things you want to do. That delayed gratification actually can be, um, over time. Like if you're disciplined, mm-hmm. like going to the gym, training, reading, all this stuff over time, it starts as a discipline, like you're saying, Yeah. but then it, it shifts into an, like not an addiction, but like, that's just what you, yeah. that's who you are habit. now. That's yeah. a good habit. Yeah. 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 Like, like Bedard. Yeah. You know, growing up, like he was probably disciplined for like. A few, Not, dude. Like a few odd days here and there, but at the end of the day, that's just who he was. People like McDavid and Bedard are just, I swear they're just built different. Like and their Coach minds Coach just Chippy. operate. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and Chippy, Chippy forgot yeah. to add. Thank you. Forgot one person from the top three. Thank yeah. you. Um, you're just like hearing stories from McDavid from like his mom when I did that interview. And then also I was just watching a, uh, a post about Bedard. Basically his dad was the best dad in the world. 
He lets them rollerblade in the house. Oh. Like they have like an island in their ha- in the kitchen. And the right? mom's like, oh. and he's just <laughs> ripping around full tilt, right? In in his rollerblades at like nine years old. Sammy, oh my gosh! Like Mason shoots like one foam puck down in the basement. He's like, stop that! It's so loud. I'm like, Sammy, no, 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 no. allow it. Yeah, please, please, just let him. I'll redraw. I'll redraw right? the whole basement. Yeah, just just let him. Like mate, like I don't want to have to pay for Coach Chippy lessons. To, <laughs> like I don't need like I improve so, Mason Shaw. I can't afford Coach Chippy's so, hour ice time. I'm, so I'm showing I'm showing Sammy this video of Bedard just doing crossovers around the kitchen in his rollerblades with his hockey stick. Right, and she's like, oh yeah, what am I am I reading the text here? It's like no no, watch this video, huh? Who is that? And I was like J- just watch, and and she like didn't get it. I'm like Sammy. Bedard, I was like, was doing backwards crossovers in the kitchen in his rollerblades. Like, let's not shut down. Like, and, and then his creativity. Exactly. Right. And, and then uh, Bedard's dad, he's like, uh, he, he's like, there were no rules. And then his, and the mom goes, and his mom's ah. like, well, I think that was more you. Like, and he's like, yeah, but like, you can't, you can't stop that. Like, you can't stop that, that uh, desire. Yeah. Right. But I think. Bedard had it in spades, like way more. Like yeah, if Mason yeah. was like as dedicated as wasn't Bedard's or aren't aren't Bedard's parents like athletes as well? Oh, probably yes. Yeah. I think they were like they are pro athletes in some. Oh yeah, thing yeah. That's yeah. interesting. But I want I want to say a little just a last on that. Yeah, uh, it's like yin and yang. Yep. So whatever causes you pain will lead to pleasure and whatever gives you pleasure will eventually cause you pain. Oh, yeah. dude. Yeah. It's amazing. No. You really think like so if you yes, you can't overindulge. If you yeah, like so if you go oh like right now I could get go, you know you go smoke some weed right or you go drink some alcohol. It's gonna feel great right now. It's gonna give you pleasure right now, but it's gonna lead to a mm-hmm. anything, dude. Like I, I like coffee. If I drink too much coffee, if I start oh I love coffee ten a day. Uh oh. Well then at the end of the day when yeah. you when you fall off the caffeine drop off mm-hmm. or the or it but. Vice versa, you go to the gym, you get your muscles are sore, your pain, but it's gonna lead to a more fulfilling uh, day. You get more energy. So like, yeah, like so, look for things that are gonna give you pain in the short term. There's different levels to it as well, yeah, right? Yeah. Like some pain. Mm-hmm. Well, it's yin and yang. Yeah. It's like there's it's like balance. Balancing. Yeah. There's like yeah. there's gotta be like there's both and mm. you know life death. That was a great start to the pod, boys. Yeah, that was an amazing solid, 35 solid 40. minutes of yeah. wisdom. The, the, last, the, puck the, the last bit from that Bedard story is, uh, I think they had a, a trip to Hawaii, and he was like 12 years old. And he insist, He said, the only way I'm going to go on this vacation is if he's allowed to bring his rollerblades and his hockey stick. Yeah. Right. And, and they've got footage of him. And, like, Jer, everyone listening watched the same documentary. But... No, they didn't, dude. No. Yeah, it was right before the Anyone World Juniors last year. Anyone listening to this year. podcast yeah. watched the documentary, and I think we've seen it five times. Wow. Reminder time. Reminder time. We saw right. he was in Hawaii with the stick. The mom... They set up the little shooting pad in the backyard. The neighbor said, "Oh, it's, it's not. It doesn't sound right when he's not shooting pucks." Okay, we saw the talk. Okay, we saw the talk, Jer. Meanwhile, there's Pavel Barber. He was in Vancouver renting a place, and he, the best thing he posted. He's posted a lot of great things on his Instagram, but one of the funniest ones was he he wrote he posted a handwritten note from his neighbor, and it's like every single day. It sounds like a nail gun. Bop, 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 for hours and hours. It never stops. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Barb's putting the work in. 
Well, because he was like 20, right? But he's still working on his hands. And like, it does, like, oh, he's got oh, the hands. And he's like in a, biz, a busy, like, he, he's not in a, yeah. yeah, he's in a, he's in a busy community. It's probably, it's probably echoing off of the buildings. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> just got those mitts on and lock. He, he, yeah, he's probably just got the headphones on, just dialed in. <laughs> and, and the neighbors sitting there trying to read like. He'll toe, he'll toe, he'll toe, he'll toe. Ting, 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 it sounds like a construction site every day for three hours. That's joke. That's gold. Speaking of gold. (laughs) Yeah, sorry to bring it up, but uh, Canada's not winning gold, boys. Looks like Hayden's prediction is pretty accurate. What'd you say? Did you find it? It was... uh, I I was half joking. I said it was going to be Czechia, bronze, Sweden, silver, USA gold. Completely accurate. That could be it. I I honestly think it could be. Well, no, because Sweden's playing... No. USA in the semifinal. No, no, no. I got it wrong. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, let, let me get it. I screenshotted it to you. How, how funny would that be? I'll give you guys some time to talk here. But sure. Chipsters. I got opinions on Yeah, this Chippy's World got Junior. a lot of thoughts I've on this. Taking... I World Juniors has been mine this year. Okay. I'm not going to lie to you boys. So Sweden is playing Czechia, uh, and USA is playing Finland. Oh. So, so it is possible. Yes. Basically, if USA wins and then Sweden wins, I thought that it, it was uh, these two playing and these two playing. Oh. I got it wrong. So it's USA uh, could play Sweden oh for gold. Oh, my God. Imagine I got and then, and then Czechia it on the head. <laughs> I, I think you could. That's hilarious. I don't think we could be friends Basically, anymore. Czechia would have to beat Finland in the uh, bronze, for bronze. Yeah, so if both these teams lose. Yeah. yeah that's Czechia hilarious. Czechia and Finland lose, which is like USA is the most dominant team. Sweden is playing great. But Are they? They, they almost the lost to side. Swiss, brother. Yeah, because they should have. Actually, they should have lost that game. I can't believe if, Swiss the refs. Fin- if they didn't finish that in overtime, they had a two nasty and that two minute games. penalty. I, I said, oh, don't the, the don't spearing, and then they turned into I slashing. What I'm would saying, not believe my eyes. What I'm saying, USA is is the best in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Sweden would be second, and then I'd say uh, F- Finland. If they meet Sweden, that could be a problem because they have that rivalry, right? But, yeah. I, I couldn't believe my eyes at the refing of this tournament. If Czechia beat Canada, though, then like they should have a shot to beat whoever. You know, Czechia, that's what you Czechia tied yeah. states and they went to a shootout true, true, and they true, pretty true, much yeah. almost won the shootout, and yep. then they didn't. But the refing in this tournament has been the highlight. Oh, it's tournament. been crazy. Which here, team's your favorite? Hey, wait, the here, refs or the? <laughs> here, here's the refing. Right, I'm refing the World Juniors. I see something. Five minute major. Just so I can go to the computer and make sure, and then double check. They're just calling everything a major. Uh, yeah. You cannot call. Literally, how about that, this? How about this? That little, oh, five minute major. Five minute major. Oh, they so call five minutes. Ridiculous. Is, uh, that's a ridiculous call. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in hockey. It's two less than two minutes to go. Yes. In an elimination game. Right when and that this guy uh, gave him a little poke. Right when he said, "I'm gonna give him a little poke." The arm went up. I'm like, "What are you doing?" But, but he what? called a five. Under- you shouldn't be allowed to call a five. No. Here, here's and then take it to it. It should be nothing. five or nothing. Yeah. You can't take it to a two. I here, mean, if you call a five, it's either five or not. Here's the problem. He created a problem, and I was saying this to Hayden. We were watching it up here in the loft. Right when he put his arm up. Right? Oh, now you got to call it penalty. Right? And and he called a five, so he had a chance to call it back. But he gets in that little booth with his buddy, right? And th- it, did he do something with his stick to the player? Yeah, he did. Okay. Well, can we just say there's no penalty? Well. No, because then everyone's going to be right. pushing If, if we say, oh, uh, no penalty on the call, then you just said to every player on every team and the coaches, you're allowed to do this now. 
Right? You're allowed you to are. do that. You are allowed to do that. You are allowed to yeah, do that. Yeah, but like... You are allowed to do that. That's what I'm saying. You are allowed to do that. <laughs> it's hockey. Do you know how much stuff didn't get called at the last 10 minutes of that game? Yeah. Cross-checks. Uh, trips. Oh, oh. Interference. Hitting from behind the Interference couple, both yeah. sides. Yeah. You cannot call that. That's a it's absolute no-go. You rescind that call. I don't... The thing is... He didn't do... I think he went like this. He went like this. Oh, my stick a little high. No, it's it's like a little like, hey, buddy. It's like a little, hey, buddy. And not hey, even buddy. that. That's even too hard. He didn't even hey, touch him. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. It was like a, yo, what, what's up? Like a, Is that the worst call in the history of hockey? It's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, pretty it's, soft. It's, it's, it's it was like a. Horrendous. It was like, hey, bud, I you're not going to get away going near my net. Yeah. And he just gave him like he a little. It wasn't tap. even like it was like a dangerous. Like he was angry. It was just like kind of like oh, like a little uh, sniff my stick. Yeah. You know, it was a it was a sniff my and stick. The problem is it, <laughs> that the ref called it and then took it to the booth and then looked it on video. Now you're calling so much attention. You can just let it slide. You just let it slide. No one would have cared. No coach no one would have even right? noticed. Yes. Oh, if yeah. he didn't put his arm up, no coach would be like, "What the?" Even the the player didn't care. No. The player was skating away, and he pushed him in the back, and he, he probably was just like, oh. oh. he turned and was like, oh, like, what was that? <laughs> like, the punches get, you get away with punches in the yeah. last two minutes of the game. Oh, yeah. The face. Yeah. You know what I mean? You get, you get, you, you get away with a lot. They should just call them both. Even if the other guy didn't do anything, like, you just assume, oh, he did it. It's four on four. Okay. Embellishment. Yeah. Four <laughs> yeah, minutes for em- roughing. Both of them. Yeah. yeah. Embellishment. <laughs> exactly. They both of them should have got a call there. If you're going to make a bad call, just make two bad calls to <laughs> clear it out. Sweden <laughs> yeah. gets the power play. They kill that power play off. And then I'm actually more perplexed with the penalty that was in overtime. Oh my god! You don't call that in overtime. No. Yeah, that is not a call in overtime. He 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 hooked him. Yeah, it was a hook. It was, in the it first period, caught. in the first period of a regular season game. Yeah, yeah. Not in three on three overtime. Five minutes left after you've already called the worst call ever in the history of the game, and now you're giving them a power play to finish the. To be fair, though, oh, the terrible. rest wanted to be in a, VIP in the club, eh? In wanted a vacuum. to be VIP in the club, and that's exactly the crowd went crazy. In a vacuum, though, aside from that weird, like spearing slashing scenario, I would be more inclined to see refing go more towards that route where they're just calling everything that happens. Yeah. Versus all this judgment of like the whether I it's overtime, whether it's just, is it a penalty or not? No. I, I'm gonna throw Less something out there. Is always better. I'm gonna throw something out there. Uh, I watched. Uh, Ottawa versus Montreal, the PWHL, Professional Women's Hockey League. Yeah, that started on the on the first. Right? Yeah, it started a few days ago. Uh, I threw on the game last I night. I watched a little bit of the first game. Yeah, it was good hockey. Here's what really surprised me is the physicality. Yeah, it was getting rough. It was getting nasty. They were throwing up like because there's no uh, contact. That's a penalty, right? Well, I think the, but rules, the refs I think are just I think like a lot. I think they're in the rules there is. There's contact, there's no con- body checking. It's no body yeah. checking, but there's definitely like they run, right. they, they like they it's run physical. into each other along the boards and pinch each other off aggressively. Yeah, but there's no like shoulder on shoulder it open body, ice, open slams. ice hands. I would I would argue it was more aggressive than a lot of because ho- like in the NHL there's still that like pushing and shoving, but it's just more. Um, I guess uh, controlled. Yeah, like, the regular the, season, these right? guys barely like. Th- there's yeah. the odd. The guys get pissed Take and they truba. go throw a big it's, hit. It's, it's very, it's I don't know, it's very specific and measured. But Matthews thing, hasn't right? had a penalty all year. You know what I mean? So play, he hasn't had a penalty all year. It's unreal. 
So, like, you know what I mean? He's going in. He's not even really right. hitting guys. He's like, fishing he, for the puck. He's fishing, like he's, which yeah. is probably the way to... Hunting. I mean, yeah. he's, he so that's what I'm saying. It's like these these girls, when they're playing, oh, they're, it's like, Yeah, they're hitting physical. That's they, the way I they, played. When they get I a chance, when they get a chance, they're, like, sending, like, put, shoving girls over. And, I, right? That's why they call me Chippy. That's what I was. I was about that, too. So, Chippy's going to lead the PWHL in points. He's going to si- sign with Toronto. Switching over. The Toronto I, I, Torch, I would love it? to. I'd love to get out there and snap it around with the ladies. Is it Toronto Torch? It's nothing right now. It's just Toronto. I thought they released the names. I don't see anything on jersey. I saw like a, a tweet. Did they do? I like the Toronto Torch. That sounds cool. No, um, they had the the yeah, Montreal names. Echo and yeah, yeah. Do, do they have official names though? I'm pretty sure that's what they were. You guys talk about something while I look it, it up. What, it or did, I'll talk about it something did, while you it look it up. Get, it did get physical <laughs> and yep. the shots were phenomenal. There were some snipes I was watching. Yep. I think Toronto got shut out. Dude, craziest thing happened. Uh, <laughs> So uh, I forget the girl's name now, but it's zero zero game. She comes in, get gets a, a break, nice deke, and then goes to her backhand and then slides it in. And like just from being a hockey player, you know when something looks a little off. And I'm like, how did she score from that angle? That on a backhand, I see the goalie sliding her leg out, and I was like, there's no way that would have gone in. I was like, what the heck? I need to see that replay. Shows the replay, and I was like, did it go, like, off the post and then off of her pad and then in, like, the back of her leg and in or something? Like, that's that's an impossible angle to score from because she didn't lift the puck. And then they show a different angle. The goalie slides over, hits the post, lifts the net slightly. She takes the shot. It slides underneath the net and goes in. What do they call it? They called it no goal. They yeah, called it a okay. goal originally, but then they watched the replay and called it back. And And this would have been the first goal for this franchise. So this chick oh, was no. pumped. Like, yeah, like yeah, it's the yeah, first yeah. goal and for Ottawa. And then, yeah, wrong. then it gets called back and she's like, ah, but great sport. But I just thought, yeah, that, that was crazy. Uh, I've never seen a goal scored like that, but yeah, luckily they caught it and called it back. But yeah, no, I was getting some, uh, a little bit of flack for being salty. From, oh, I love that. From yeah, I saw your post. section. I was just saying what most Canadians were thinking. If we come to the world juniors, with our full roster. Full roster, that's eligible. Good luck. Yeah, 100%. Good luck. Yeah, the problem is, but but then someone's saying, oh, what, you don't have depth? No depth? No depth. No I depth? mean, we had, th- we had four guys missing from our, we had the WHL leading scorer that we didn't even invite to our camp. I don't get that. I don't get that. There's another guy, uh, Jagger something, that we brought to over that's lighting it up in the dub. We didn't even invite him to our camps. Was that Furcus? There's there's a few guys in the WHL that are doing really well. So Team Czechia had two guys from this, uh, I think Riley Heat, I think is his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, Heat. There's two guys on Czechia that were on uh, Riley Heat's team. He didn't make it. Heat's leading the dub in points. He didn't even make the Canada roster. Right. So I don't know. That's all I'm saying is Canada is a wagon still. And our prospects are elite. So looking at the uh, the scoring leaders for WHL, we got, yeah, Riley Heat has 68 points in 34 games. Fight he wasn't up. there. Zach Funk. Some of the players aren't eligible because of their age. I don't, it doesn't show the age here. Um, Andrew Cristal as well. He's got 60 points. He, oh yeah, he's he's 18. He's eligible. Um, and he plays roller hockey with uh, Bedard and Fantilli in... In the summer? Yeah, in the summertime. And he leads the, he's like top three. Fantilli, Bedard, Andrew Cristal. They're all, like, leading this league. So, like, he produces. He's a producer. He didn't get the invite. Uh, who else we got? Uh, Jagger. Jag- Jagger Furcus. Did he get called over later? But, look, then you go down here. Uh, Connor Geeky, 14th in the league, and he got the invite. So, it's like, why does Connor Geeky get the call? But it's, like, maybe because he's played it's, with these guys it's, before. It's, it must be based on, like, position and, 
and like I'm looking like it's not like when you're when you're doing the teams for Team Canada for the Olympics age? or for the Worlds or whatever, where you're just like literally going down and you're putting McKinnon on the wing, you're putting Crosby on the yeah. wing to make the oh, line stacked. You know, here, here's what I'm thinking: it's like maybe it's plus minus, right? So Connor Geeky is plus twenty one. It's age, right? He's nineteen. Yeah, they they go for more experience. But look at this guy, Tarek Periscock. He's seventeen. He's a plus thirty one, and he has fifty four points. More, this more is points. in roller hockey, though. No, no, this is uh, in the WHL. Oh, okay, okay. Right? So it's like, there's, there's a couple 17-year-olds who are doing really well, but they usually only take one 17-year-old. Why does it yeah. seem like everyone lights up the dub? Like, is the dub... I'm pretty sure it's an easier I'm, league. OHL is the hardest one. You can't I've have all dubs seven, harder. You can't have all 17-year-olds, anyway. I've heard the dub's harder. I'm pretty oh. sure. You can like only the, have one? Well, it's, it, I'm pretty sure the rules for, like, junior hockey is you can only have one underager. Oh. Or maybe it's well, It's U20. It's U20. No, they just, I think, it's just I think they usually only they take all the 19-year-olds because they're bigger, stronger. Yeah. So that that's an argument we can make is how is Canada building their team? Are they taking role-playing players? That's how they, they always taking, have. They yeah. always do. Yeah. Right? Oh, this guy's like taller and heavier, so we'll take him over these uh, younger – like. And we'll get penalties for body checking. <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know if you can leave out the dub leading scorer. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a that's a tough look. Doesn't even get an invite to the camp. Especially when you can't have Bedard or Fantilli or any of these guys play. Why not go to the next up in the in the system? You invite them to the camp yeah. to try out. Uh-huh. You don't leave them at home, okay? Yeah. That's insanity. Uh, and that, so then we're looking at the OHL eligible players. We got Carson Rakoff, who was there. Anthony Romani. Oh, he's nasty. How do we know they weren't invited? They just chose not to because they're lighting it up in the WHL. Yes, oh, these guys, these are OHL guys. But package. I think who wouldn't? No, I'm saying like, what if they didn't? They they got the invite, but they just didn't want to go. That would be weird. But mm, no one, I don't, and no one would who do that. Want it. You never so, know. No, no. Or they were sick during the camp, playing all, for Team Canada camp. at the World Jays versus <laughs> your. OHL. You don't know how these kids' minds work. This right? is this is what I would love they to see. They want to play Fortnite every night after yeah. the game, and I, I think sometimes like they leave players off from last year. Like say say one of these guys was uh, 17 and playing really well, or 18 and playing really well, and they don't invite him because they want to have a 19 year old. They're like, you know what? We'll invite you next year. So they have to keep on paying it forward, right? Right to the next. Oh, we left you off last time because there's a lot of players that are se- that are 18 here. That would that are putting up points in the OHL, right? So like, ah, we'll bring you next year, right? Like I would love to see this, Luke uh, Misa. He's eighteen. He's got uh, f- forty-eight points in thirty-four games in the O. What about Michael? And then Michael Misa, which is his younger brother, is sixteen. He got exceptional player status. He's down here somewhere. I missed him there. I, uh, I did see him. I think scroll past him. There we go. Uh, thirty-nine points in thirty-two games as a sixteen-year-old. Canada could probably put 16. together That's two teams. Crazy. Oh, oh, they easily could. Yeah. They easily could do two teams. Yeah. Yeah. So I would love to see next then, year Luke Luke Misa and Michael Misa. He'd be 19 and 17. That'd be a sweet combo to see. But who did we have not on the team this year? With Zach Benson. Benson, Bedard, Fantilli, and... Porchinski. Oh, yeah. Um, There's another guy. There's another yeah, guy. I'd be interested to see their process of how they go through the camps because there should really be, like, four rounds of camp. Yeah. It's... You know, and like you wean that. They wean should it get down. the public involved, like miracle style. You know, Here, here's where they have like the huge the amount, and then they draw the pool from it, and they, they should be a, there should be a vote on some guys. Here's what I'm saying: one year, please, just one year, just just go down the list and take all the top point guys. Yes, right. right. See what happens. And, and just I want to see a, a twenty to three like domination over Latvia. Get put, put twenty in, right? Yeah. Drop twenty on them, and we, then we've done that. You know what? If if we're playing USA. 
whatever, 12 to 10 win. Who cares? Yeah. Right? Like, like just this, just go down the list, each position, highest points, highest points. Exactly. Highest points. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> the best offense is a five. Or like the how you would draft it in if there was a, a game for Give me a, a men's league, yeah. league team where the best defense is a five goal lead. Yeah. I don't think our defense on Canada matched the big ice. Like, Mm. It didn't seem like we had the puck movers like last year. Like Zell, imagine like Zellweger out on that big ice. I love. I liked. Ma- yes, Matejchuk. True. Matejchuk I like Matejchuk. Was, was I did. Very similar. Yeah. We only had one of those guys though. No, exactly. Yeah. It was like yeah. puck moving, buzz. Like he was like Morgan Riley. Reminded me. Of. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Matejchuk is the one that really seemed to be able to wheel and move the puck. And oh my gosh, uh, Celebrini was wild. That Spinorama three sixty oh, off of oh, two players to score that. comes in. No, we oh. need to score that. I knew. Like I knew we needed that goal to go in for a shift. It was. It reminded me of the Sweden game. Mm. The first mm. like three, like four minutes, like we were buzzing. Oh heck! And then yeah. we didn't get a shot for the next. And minutes. and I'm gonna break down this game for you. Here's what happens: Canada comes out, little worried. Czechia, we need to win this game. The first shift, they absolutely dominate, and the boys on the bench are like, "Oh yeah, boys!" Like they feel this is gonna be a walk in the park. Second shift comes out, pop, 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 shot after shot. Right? Celebrini uh, comes out. Third ce- line. Exactly. Celebrini comes out. And now all the boys on the bench, every shift has had, like, guys, we're going to crush them. Yeah, right? we're flowing. And then mm-hmm. a few shifts pass. Oh, we haven't scored yet. Huh? Uh, another shift pass. Well, I haven't scored yet. What's going on with this and, goalie? And then six foot six. Uh, oh, he was a he beast was, in the net. I said to my, I'm like, holy, oh my look gosh, at the size of this guy. The thing about is this him, goalie regulation size or what? Oh, he didn't move. He was so calm in the net. Can't attack. So he's just like, stop puck, well, stop when puck. You take the whole, you take puck. the whole net up. Like, yeah, there should be. It was wild. Let's give him a smaller size pass. It's so, ridiculous. So, the, <laughs> so then, so then, Czechia scores, and they're like, oh, wait. off the rush, like wait. a tough goal off the rush. Wait. Like that was killer. It's not going to be a walk in the park, and then they score again. At the very end of the first period, and they're like, oh, guys, it's not it's not so easy. Then, so so they lost. Not even that. Not so easy. It was we didn't register a shot for the final 13 minutes of the period. Oh, yeah, the first period, yes. They did everything in the first five minutes, and then nothing. Mm-hmm. So they lost. They basically lost the last 15 minutes. They lost 15 minutes of the first period, and that was it. That was the game. Because they came back in the second, and they crushed. They did look great. Looked amazing. Came back. 2-2, two, two, right? Third period, pressure after pressure after pressure after pressure, chance after chance Nothing after chance after chance, and, just... and and they're the the Czech goalie, I stop buck, I stop buck, I stop buck. It just, <laughs> it's ridiculous. He was just there. He was there. Is yeah, the best you have? The best he you was have, drafted yeah. by uh, Arizona, I think. Beast. And then and then what happens with eleven seconds oh, left? I, I, it's the most uh, a waster on net goes off of one of our defensemen's foot. And and our goalie slide in this way, and the puck's going that way, and uh oh. No, the over. killer was Ugh. the defenseman just needed to do a little chip off the glass. Oh. He sent it all the way back to their defenseman. Yeah. He, there was two forwards breaking. Went in doubt, glassing out. He just needed glassing a little out. chip. Yeah. And the forwards would have picked it up. We would have been on a two on one arc. Another way around. Another way around. Ugh. Eleven, bro. I, I couldn't believe it because it. It, it was even worse like than losing in overtime. Yeah. Because there was a, the game wasn't over and there was 11 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, that's That's a bad horrible. time to give it up, eh? No, because... 11 seconds left, just take it OT. No, it's 11 seconds because now it's like, instead of the game just being over... Right. It's like, oh... There's still a chance? There's 11 seconds. There's like, if there was 30, yeah. you would have had time to like, get a shot on net. There wasn't even a time to no. like... Oh. oh, it was the worst way to end that... And it was deflection off two bodies off the post. We hit the I post know, twice in I the know. third. Yep. This is the goalie, Michael Rabble. Holy. Rabble. Sky's six just foot six. A monster. monster. 
Rabble, Rabble. Drafted by Arizona, I think, third. No way. No way. Arizona. Yeah. Speaking of Arizona, uh, Kerfoot with, I think, 16 points in his last 16 games. Oh, my gosh. Absolute oh. streak. Oh, he's probably getting some minutes now. Zach Hyman, yeah. former Leaf as well, on Happy pace to take it up for all 50 all. goals. It's funny what happens when you have to play Kerfoot on the second line. <laughs> or when, yeah, when Pappy and Marner aren't taking... Six, 25 uh, minutes a piece or 30 the whole league like yeah. Kerfoot they didn't even get on the ice no yeah so, uh, anyways that, that game that, but this, that's the thing with a tournament like this it's you know it, it's a single game elimination and you can get chance after chance after chance after chance and one bad bounce and you're out of the tournament I'll, right. a, you know, I'll ask bad you this. timing what happens if Bedard is playing in that world juniors oh it would have been like, like what happens like on the big ice like would he have shined more on the big ice? Yes, he? yeah, because his vision for setting guys up and making things happen is just insane. The ragging like and, he can yeah. rag like he knows that little the oh, delaying so and that getting rag. space yeah. setting up everyone. He, he'll get the puck and then he'll like just you know shift a defender just enough and he'll see someone come in. He'll just float him and right Celebrini. Oh. oh. <laughs> Stop this. I think I just... Nonsense. <laughs> you guys just both... <laughs> Nonsense. I mean, it would just be unfair. I mean, Celebrini's dirty. I didn't actually think Celebrini was going to be that good. He's 17, he's dirty. Yeah, he's great. And a uh, disappointment from the tournament, he, uh, Cowan and Minton, I thought with the NHL experience they had, they were going to like come in clutch a few times, but they were pretty quiet. Cowan, Cowan was pretty quiet. I yeah. would say Mint, I would say Minton the whole made team was great quiet. Plays. Don't don't talk about my guys like that. <laughs> I, I don't talk about my guys like that. I would say um it was a quiet tournament for pretty much everyone. Okay, who stood out? For me? No, Celebrini. 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 Geeky and Savoy. No. I would say just Celebrini. Really? I didn't see anyone I didn't see anyone else. Celebrini. I think Geeky just stood out because the media like they were talking about him a lot. I oh, thought Geeky he... was going to dominate. I didn't see he he had good game versus Latvia when we won 10. Yeah, fair fair. What else did he do? Well, he didn't dominate. It's just like, like there was it, no it, clutch goal. Like it didn't seem like there was a. I didn't seem like any of the lines clicked because we were changing the lines up. Yeah. There wasn't. That's we, what I'm saying. I didn't see the, enough the, chemistry. This team out there. wasn't built yeah. for the big ice. Yeah. I feel like this our team on the smaller ice. It didn't seem like we had guys that like, like Celebrini was yeah. to me the only standout for me. I guess uh, and maybe uh, Mate Matejchuk. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Matejchuk. Yeah, I don't think he even on really defense. Scored. I like, think the biggest like no, but that's what I'm saying. Shoot. He doesn't. No, no. He doesn't have to like light it up. They but it's like just shot from the point in certain moments when they did something right. Like oh, Matejchuk looks good there. Oh, Mate- that was a smart play, Matejchuk. Like you, you recognize those. You know, just systemically, the biggest difference from this year to last year that I noticed yep. in most of the games is that they weren't as effective at keeping the pressure on the other team and making them turn over the puck more, like. Teams like Czechia and even our defense, like a like, zone coverage, felt like it was like we were trying to box. They were able to move the bo- the puck around too much in the neutral zone to get like possession in in Canada's end, and that was just leading to like shifts where they were trapped and they didn't have energy to go on the rush. Oh, the, yeah, the, that's exactly the, it. The big thing that I noticed is that they just really loved to pass it when there was a scoring opportunity. There was a oh, few times like this this neutral zone where they would rip it across a neutral zone like forced and then. It's so dangerous coming the other way because if that gets intercepted, it's a three on yeah. two or a three on one. Like every time we would like be behind the net, the guy yeah. would have control and you would just try to like jam a pass, mm-hmm. un- like just force. And they'd manage, they'd bail, the goalie would bail them out or they'd like make a good play on a two on one and get it, like break it up or whatever. But then, then they get sustained pressure and get like lucky bounces. But that's what happens when you're not 
forcing the other team to make plays they're not comfortable with. Like if the if they were making it so that like Czechia had to pull a move anytime they wanted to get into the end, there'd be so many more turnovers. Yeah. yeah. But they were letting them get the zone with possession oh. too much. In my mind, it yeah, was, it was, that was the biggest difference. I just noticed a lot of like cross crease passes. The guy has the puck. If he just rips it right there, he's got you know this much net to shoot at. Check and then he tries everything. And then oh, he tries to not, tap it across. You mean Canada not shooting it enough? Like yeah. on the two on ones. Check yeah. shot everything. The, 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 half their goals are from the point. Yeah, and yeah. we didn't shoot anything from oh. the po- until the until the third. What I noticed about yeah. uh, Czechia is that they would just put a player uh, right in front of the goalie, right? And slappers from and, and slappers and, and shoot. from. From forty feet away, screen the, the goalie. Blue line. They can't screen see the goalie it. and the shoot. Goalie and now, imagine Art- that it's harder to save the puck when you can't see it. Wh- which actually yeah. makes sense. That's great on them because we had a smaller goalie, so he said, "Okay, stand in front of him, so we can't see." Right? It's yeah. a smart like. Yeah, that was. They, they couldn't have stood in front of uh, who, who Haberd or whatever. He, he Rabble. did once. Rabble. And yeah, runs. he got yeah. like that, a little bit exposed there with that. Those. Oh, shots from the point. Speaking shots. I mean, you can't see it. Speaking of uh, b- big goalies, uh, Hildeby. For the Leafs, six, oh yeah, six foot seven. Yeah, Hilda six. Beast. They call Hilda Beast. Why is he not playing for us already? Because just because you're six seven doesn't mean you can yeah, stop. Yeah, he's also been on yeah, a heater in the age. Yeah, yeah, he's dropping the butterfly. He take up the whole net. I think he'll be playing tonight. He's gonna stop dumpings in the butterfly. He's gonna go butterfly they stop might, a dumping. I feel like they're gonna play Jones back to back. No, I think put Hilda Beast in. He's coming off a shutout. Why not put him back in? I guess yeah. Jones has played sixty games before, like in the past. Samsonov has a great record when Jones is in net. <laughs> I noticed. That's, Samsonov's in the HL now. Shout out to Sammy. Cleared waivers. Sammy beat Vassy last year. Yeah. He just needs to go to the Veta spa, get some relaxation, <laughs> journal a little. Get his no, mind but I, it. I do want to talk about that U.S. team because I think they're special. I think they. I would rather have probably matched up versus the U.S. in mm-hmm. that quarterfinal than any other team. Hmm. Like maybe like final in the U.S. I would have liked no, to see no because Latvia. the U.S. isn't used to that big ice either. I feel like it's just a more K- give me Latvia in the quarterfinal. A more like apples to apples comparison. Yeah, of okay, hockey. Latvia, Swiss, but even then, like Swiss gave they they are more used to that used big to ice. This. Yeah, they are. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, like I think it just would have been a better like when we played U.S. in that exhibition. Like it yep. was a shootout. Like mm-hmm. both teams aren't have the best coverage. Like I just feel like I would have rather played U.S. than Sweden. Fair. Again, or U.S. than Czech. Yeah. Like, they play on the big ice over there in Czech. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think so. Not all of them. But probably a lot more used to it. Yeah. But here's the thing is that a lot of the, the Czech players, like the best ones, probably like 14 of them are playing in the Canadian Hockey League anyways in yeah. the CHL, right? They just come over to the O, the W, the Q. But they grew up on yeah. the big. That's true. That's true. I mean. Yeah, they can adapt more. Yeah. It's a different game. It's a complete different game. Yep. It's a more puck ragging game, which I didn't. I don't enjoy that. It's like soccer I li- meets I don't hockey. Li- I don't like the delay, the cycling. Like, yeah. I thought I enjoyed the bigger ice better, but after yeah. watching, I, then I watched the NHL game later, and I'm just like, no, nah, this is, like, way more, it's a different game. So, something I noticed, uh, there was a few opportunities to pull the Mishy in the in the World Juniors. Remember last year? Oh, no one pulled the Who was it, Bedard? And they kept attempting. Who else? Yeah. The big yeah. ice. I think it's harder on the big ice, probably. Or is it easier? Is it? Oh, there's more no, net room behind the net. I think you could just scoop it right up. But remember, remember last year, to open the tournament, oh. like, the first two shifts, two players tried it and missed yeah, it. Yeah, it was Bedard and... I don't know who the other guy was. Was it a was it Swedish Fantilli? player? I'm, I'm thinking. No, it was two Canadian players. Oh. In, it, like, one player tried it and, and missed it. And then Bedard goes behind. Oh, He's like, oh, I can do it. And he missed it. And then and then they were losing. Like, oh, we should probably try to score real goals against this. Yeah, like Slovakia, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, I think it was Slovakia. It was lost. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> coach is like, no more Michies. Yeah, no, no more, more Michie attempts. Like, that's when, hilarious. And maybe that's what happened. All the guys leading the league and scoring in the WHL, they they wanted to come to the tryout, but then they went to pull a Michie in the first. Oh, game, yeah, yeah. Just like, get out. You're out, yeah. you're out of here. Yeah, that's jokes. <laughs> but So uh, Chippy and I at the Combine, hanging out with Bedard and all these uh, players, I asked each of them, uh, would you, like, can you pull a Michigan? All of them said they can, they can do it. Mm-hmm. And then I asked each of them, would you do it in the NHL? And I think eight out of 10 said, actually only one player, I think Ryan Leonard was the only player that said he wouldn't do it in the NHL. Every other one of them said they would. That's Leo Carlson, that's Bedard, that's Fantilli, uh, Benson, right? All these guys said they would. Will Smith. Did Will Smith, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the boys are obviously going to pull the Michy. And, and then Bedard behind the net. Bop, Michi. Yeah. Banged one in, bangs it in. Looks great too. It's it's the speed that he does. That's the thing. That's the difference. Like you and I, we can all like get it on the stick and put it in, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But he just makes it look so good. Yeah. Right. Zegers. And then Zegers yeah. is the same night. No, Zegers was dirty. Like an hour later. Z- yeah. The same night, Zegers. <laughs> first scoop. I think did it better. He gets it up on the toe. And and here's the crazy thing. So there is an interview with um, a uh, uh, on ice reporter. I know. I'll, yeah. And she says, uh, Trevor, for Christmas, all I want is a Michigan goal. And he died. <laughs> <laughs> he laughs, right? Do you think you can do it? Well, I'll try. <laughs> Goes out there. Wait, whoopsie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just he, nails it. I think he has like one, two goals all season. Yeah, <laughs> two goals all Dude, season. It's like he, oh, he hit the Michigan quota. He has a Michigan quota, <laughs> quota he's got to hit every year. NHL, yeah. it's like you got to hit your Michigan if you, quota. If you don't hit the Michigan quota, the Ducks won't have an audience. Yeah, yeah, you, if you don't you hit the Michigan that? quota, your contract's rescinded. <laughs> Could you, you imagine hit, that? You gotta hit your five Michies a season. You're just chilling rinkside, and the reporter's like, "Hey, Trav, can you get me a little Michie goal?" Yeah. <laughs> sure, I guess I can. Yeah. How about this? About this. Yeah. It was dirtiest <laughs> Michigan we've ever seen. It was interesting. <laughs> after the game, they interviewed him. Yeah, and he said that he, the reason he did it on the toe like that way, because it looks sick. No, oh. is because. If you don't want to impress the girl, no. If you do it, if you do it the other way, you have to like pivot a bit more. Ah. And when you're going super fast, it's easier to to go across and get the toe and yeah. throw it without slowing down. Right. Like he was going substantially faster Whoa. than Madar. Yeah, yeah. Like he was going like it was clean, it was yeah. dirty. clean. And on the toe, it's like we we did that YouTube video showing all the different ways to do it. Yeah. On the toe, you have to be the most precise because you have no margin for yeah. There. It's like got a in a NHL game right full speed. Yeah. Like, Just creative savage. Felt. Did he point to the reporter, too? <laughs> yeah. I think he wrote his number on the puck and tossed it to him. <laughs> yeah. uh, he must have gave him, like, a smile or something like yeah. that. But I just thought that was amazing. Uh-huh. Was... I didn't know about that. That's gold. Yeah. <laughs> what a guy. Yeah. A- Absolutely. What do the kids say? Riz. He's got that Michigan Riz. That Michy Riz. Michy Riz. Michy Riz. What do you think? Should we move on to uh, most Canadian? Oh, we were you going there already, eh? I feel like there's so much world junior got, stuff. I've got so many things. I was thinking we could do most Canadian reaction to Canada not making it to the final. Mm. Like the most Canadian okay. thing to do when, like when Canada doesn't okay. make it. In. I like All that. Right. Let's yeah. do that. Let's, do, it. Let's yep. do that. Let's get into it. You want me to <laughs> want me to announce this uh, great idea I just thought of? Oh yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay, <laughs> so we are doing the most Canadian reaction. So the most Canadian way to react to Team Canada being eliminated, not even making it to a medal round. Like, mm-hmm. we're is that good? Yeah, redo that. Was that, that no, you don't like it. <laughs> it's what, what are you thinking? Most Canadian reaction to Canada being eliminated in the quarterfinal. 
That one could be good. That's good. That's no, good. I like that yeah, one. That's good, yeah. Okay, I just had this idea. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. Chippy, we're going with yours. Most Canadian reaction to being eliminated in the quarterfinals. Who's going first? I'll go last because... You know what? I'll be the closer on this I one. think I'm going down the list because you're going to hit on one of the stages of grief, mm-hmm. right? What do we got? We got denial. We got bargaining, right? Are you... I'm kidding? not. I'm just going to do one. Okay. Okay? Because I think the most Canadian, the first one that comes is denial. You're in denial. You see the goal and you're, no, no. And you look at the clock, right? You're checking how much time is left. Did it actually go in? You're waiting for the replay. You just, uh, is it going to get called back? Like there's some offside. Like you're just, no, that didn't just happen. You that didn't just, it. you can't believe it. And you ha- it, it takes a few seconds. And you see all the players smiling on the other team and the sad faces on, on Canada. It did happen. And then it starts to set in. Oh, no, no, no. But it's, it's the denial. The disbelief and the denial. Yeah. Like that's like the, like your world just got ripped out from under you. I'm going to say denial. I like yeah. denial. Give me, give me that. Give me denial. Denial is probably the first reaction, yes. I would say, for sure. Yes. Um, then I would say it would be, for me, I'd say the most Canadian thing would be just excuses excuses yeah 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 like like, oh well like we were we were missing a few of our important guys bedard couldn't play fantilli couldn't play the refs the refs they didn't call this you know like you you start to justify it's like well we didn't wait till next year like they they didn't pick all these guys we got like we're we're still the best we're still the best you know it's like making excuses i knew yeah that's why i i knew that so i went upstairs and filmed a video (laughs) i saw you that exact thing just to just because I had my Canadians back, I said, yeah, like, that wasn't our best roster that we put together. And yeah. I just want everyone else to know that. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone got super heated in the comments section. Uh-huh. Oh, salty. <laughs> yeah. A little bit salty. Yeah. So the excuses is the next reaction. Like, the justifying it and being like, we'll be back next year. We're better than everyone still. Yeah. That's the, that's the most Canadian reaction. I like that. That's the acceptance at the end, eh? When you're like, well, you know, I can't win them all. No, no not acceptance. We haven't got acceptance yet? I, I was saying excuses. Excuses. Well, yeah. yeah. But you're, eventually you get to accept justifying. it. justifying. I would say uh, another one is uh, the the uh, bargaining. Oh, it must have been offside. No, I, the, we let me. I thought you already did yours. No, he mind. did. Oh, I'm done mine. See, I'm Jared's sorry. trying to come in yeah. and steal my, my thunder right now. I'm so sorry. Uh, Mason came up with something very important, and uh, I had to, to, to check out for a second there. Okay, that's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, mistake. Um, the most Canadian reaction to an elimination would just be anger. Mm. And your whole day is ruined. Mm. <laughs> right, you're just anger, in a bad mood. Swearing. <laughs> F-bombs. Are you serious? <laughs> no way. No way. It's similar to disbelief, but anger. Anger, I think, will overcome you. You can't believe, like, you're just that's, mad. That's definitely it. Hold you're on. Mad. I, I want to do one more, like, one further to this, okay? Hold on. I need, I'm going to one-up your one-up, but go ahead. I mean, it's not a one-up. It's a different thing. I'm going to one-up that? <laughs> okay. I'm instead smashing of, your TV. Instead of reaction. Like, there, there, how about that? So angry. So instead of reactions... Let's go the most th- Canadian thing to do after they're eliminated. And I'm going to go shovel the driveway. <laughs> Let out the anger. It, it didn't even yeah. snow. It didn't yeah, even you're snow. Just, but you got to make sure you salt the driveway. Na- you're na- out there yeah. shoveling. You're talking to the neighbor. You're like, can you believe that happened? What's exactly. going on? No, the remote. Side. No, I'm going I'm to add to that. Where's the remote? <laughs> Turning the TV off. Yeah. And 
shovel in the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> and, and dad's out there. Dad's out there not talking. Silence. Yeah. Right? Silence. You're going to be out in the... It's the best. You're going to be out in the garage fiddling yeah. with like... A, dad's out there. <laughs> yeah. He's what? Like, I got to fix this. The grass you, is still dad, green. Could, dad, could you drive me to, the, to my friend's house? <laughs> no. What? No. <laughs> I gotta get the driveway. Not today. I gotta clear the driveway. Not dad, today. Dad, it hasn't snowed in three weeks, and the, and the plastic shovel just yeah, along the concrete, yeah. <laughs> just scraping nothing. Just, There's so much dirt on this driveway. Pacing back and forth for about twenty minutes just to to yeah clear what? that. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> honey, honey, we gotta we gotta leave. So- leave me alone. Get off your get off your Xbox and come down for dinner. I gotta get this out of the driveway. It's gonna freeze up. Yeah, I would say. If we're, if we're being really true to the Canadian spirit, the most Canadian way to react to being eliminated is, is to feel all these feelings all at once. You take a deep breath and you just go, good, good game. Good game, check you. No, good no, game. you don't understand Canadians. Absolutely <laughs> not. That's no, we're not I even like that. That's the, Everyone's that's like, the stereotype. oh, we're saying sorry. Absolutely not. We're making excuses. We're saying, <laughs> I hope your team loses. Yeah. I hope you guys think we're going to dominate you next year. Absolutely not. But, There's no uh, good, good, good game. Good game. So no, I don't think I said it once. Good game. Sorry, think, it was so close. <laughs> I said we dominated that whole game. I can't believe we didn't win. We should be in that court. We should be in that semi for sure. <laughs> good that, luck. that is the more fun. Good luck getting eliminated in the semis. Maybe, maybe if it was like a, a different sport. Maybe if it was baseball. <laughs> if it was Canadians and hockey. Nah. Yeah, true. Like it's soccer or bust. Uh, get a li- well, at least we made it this far. Yeah, yeah good, no. good job, Germany if or it's whatever. Hockey, you know? like, <laughs> okay, actually, no, yeah, the the, the Canadian reaction, and I, I saw this uh, the last time. I think a few years back, Canada didn't even make it to a medal round, right? And it is a call for a complete redesign of our entire minor hockey system. <laughs> Like, we need a, a full-on analysis of everybody involved in this system. This person this can never coach again. Na- yep. <laughs> what is wrong with hockey Canadian Canada hockey? Scouts? What are we leaving on? <laughs> it starts with the... Ever since we moved to cross-ice hockey in U6, this has started happening. We need to completely start over. This is unacceptable. And then the next year, we win the gold medal. Yeah, yeah. Everything's good. Everything is working. We did it. <laughs> we completely oh, changed I everything. The, I got these yeah. people in my comment sections. Like, we didn't just go back to back golds and have yeah. thirty gold medals in our like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We've seen a lot of hardware people out there. Yeah, Canada's seen too much hardware. I think my neck's getting sore with the amount of medals around my neck. The overreaction is definitely a thing, and also in terms of other countries, the overreaction is also a thing. Saying that um, Canada's development might be in question. Like, are they going to be the powerhouse for? years to come but every like there's gonna be times when one year it's just like a weaker pool to draw from uh, or right? or you know what they just didn't put the right pieces together yeah you know what i mean like last year what was it joshua Waugh was uh 13th forward the only reason he was on the team he wasn't there yeah but i think he might have aged out i don't know maybe Look that up joshua Waugh. Waugh, i heard from the queue yeah, maybe he got. Did he get drafted? Maybe and they he wasn't released. He might have aged out, but but last year he was uh, added just I think because of an injury. Like he wasn't even supposed to be on the team. Like okay, he was first line no. I, he worked his way up there, but he was not. Uh, and and he was a hero on one of the games. He's twenty years old. Yeah, he's twenty, so he's he aged out. He gotta be nineteen. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, you know, perfect example of the execution. Maybe you just don't have the right parts, the right pieces. Right, so you get uh, the the guys that the coaches picked, 
and they just didn't click. They just didn't couldn't pull it off. Oh, but and there's you, a thought though. Yeah. On that note, if they keep bringing, they want to bring in bigger guys, guys with a bit more experience, the 19 year olds, the 18 year olds. Then all of a sudden they age out and they need to do a whole new team again every year. Yeah. Why not take the young guys, give them three years, two or three years to crack the crack at the can. I guess the problem is then they'd get too good, they get drafted, and yeah. and then they can't play anyway. And and the and the problem is then you you have guys that like dream their whole life of making the squad and they don't because you you skipped their age group. Oh, we're only taking nineteen year olds. We're only taking nineteen year olds. Now we're gonna take a bunch of seventeen year olds. I'm like what? What about me? Let me coach. Yeah. Right? yeah, everyone wants a shot at that. No, the, the thing is, and every nation just loves to see Canada lose at hockey. <laughs> oh yeah, because because we win true. it so much yeah. and yeah. we're so cocky and it's <laughs> our sport that. They like I saw the comment section on my video. Like, oh USA, so USA is gonna see us lose. Like, I bet people were lining up to see you post. Just so that, no matter what you posted, I told of you so. In the U.S., oh, sounds like so karma, <laughs> karma. So many Americans were like, I can't wait for Chippy to post. Oh, the my. Americans are yeah, they're up. like the keyboard warriors are ready. Yeah. yeah, they were ready and they came out to play. Oh, salty. Oh. <laughs> Oh <laughs> no! I'm fired up because the content's been on fire. Okay? Oh yeah, we've been reporting on this tournament since yeah Boxing Day. Okay, Red and butter. Red I and am butter. I am dialed into this tournament. I want to see the refs making blown calls. You're gonna keep. On I want to see even though oh, yeah. Canada's out. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's do. gonna be some terrible calls. There's gonna be some more oh, ref, yeah. ref yeah. reviews. Yeah, we're gonna be following. I think I, I think I gotta do about anything in this. USA, uh, some USA guys, because we I, we met a lot. Of them. Oh, we met a lot of them. The yeah. Americans will love it. Yeah, so it, I it might outperform the Team Canada stuff. No, <laughs> no, I think I think yeah, Canada is just well because there's the, whole the stereotype behind the Canadian team too. It's like, the attention yeah. on the Canadian team because yeah. Canada. Yeah, like, but no, no, you you can still you, you know how in a TV show after the character dies they still work him into the storyline like. Oh yeah, we're see, gonna you know we're Canada in there somehow. Like, thank guess. goodness they don't have like thank goodness <laughs> Canada's out and the guards not in the tournament right like, boys yeah. like. Let's just remember Canada's out. Exactly. Let's just yeah. remember That's... Canada didn't have a dart this tournament, guys. Exactly. So Team USA is just sitting around having lunch. Right? Oh, guys, we're on Easy Street now. Thank goodness Canada's not in the tourney. Oh my gosh, they got they got eliminated. Let's call Bedsy. Hey, Bedsy, how does it feel? <laughs> right? Yo, you think that's, you're gonna win? <laughs> Yo, that's it. That's the that's the like. Boys, did you see what happened? The big bad wolf is out of the tournament. <laughs> Yo, that's it. Yeah. That's what All I'm right. saying, and they just keep working them in. We keep working Canada into this. We don't have to play. We don't have to face Celebrini, boys. We don't have to face because I'll beat you guys. Let's celebrate. Celebrini's out. Let's celebrate. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, we were talking about uh, minor hockey, like the the development and all that stuff. I thought it was a great segue to to bring up this post. It's kind of like the uh, the mailbag. I know hockey mailbag. Minor hockey mailbag. I know we're saving it to the end, but we're just we're we're no. Let's end riffing. on it. Okay, there we go. Makes Perfect sense to me. Timing. Oh, yeah, it's 1230. All right, let's end. what I meant to say is let's end the podcast. Speaking <laughs> of, of development, minor hockey mailbag. This is on the Reddit R Hockey Players. Uh, and, and the person posted, youth hockey development, the big question mark. So I'm going to read you a little story. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's get our opinion on this topic. Don't like it. Okay. Seems like a long story. <laughs> My son is nine. And it seems like some parents have some actual fears about hockey development at this age. They worry about their kids not getting enough private skill sessions, not getting the right amount of ice time in games, or getting enough focus on a certain position. 
Some have expressed that six months of not getting the right development can really set a player back. And these players are doing an ungodly amount of skills slash practices already. Kids are already above average, and the kids do hockey year-round, and that is their only sport. Sounds like the GTHL. <laughs> it, it sounds like pretty much every crazy hockey parent. Like, it's, it's wild how much it's changed. Because, yeah. like, when I was a kid, I remember reading an article about uh, this, this new uh, player, John Tavares. He was 16, right? And how he has his own private... Trainer, Future he hockey goes Hall gym. of Famer now. Yeah, he was like he was like fifteen or fourteen or something like that, and and he he goes to the gym and has his own private trainer. I was like, what? That's ridiculous. A fourteen year old private trainer, I'm like that's par for the course. If you don't have at fourteen, you're way behind. And now like nine year olds though are having yeah private skills and private training. It's getting nuts. Um, it goes on. I try not to d- judge, but I feel like we are in a circle of some crazy hockey parents. You are. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. I see a lot of pressure to have kids play multiple sports, but then there's also some pressure to do summer hockey. I get that some kids love hockey and are good at hockey, but at nine, there should be more to life than hockey. I truly think some of these parents think their kids are going to the NHL. Yes. They all think that. Yes. That's the only reason they're acting like that. There's more. Here comes the... Uh, oh yeah, it, th- like you wouldn't act like that. Or, if you're like, oh, or my son's gonna be a painter. They, it gets no, psychotic but, way but too. You also like not that. That's not like like my dad didn't think I was going to the NHL, but it's also like you get caught up in it. You want your kid to be to be better than everyone better else. than other kids. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like yeah, you don't want to have the you don't want to be the parent on the team with the shit kid. No, you that don't. That can't play. No. So it's like yeah, I'm gonna put my kid in some more skates, and like, then if you draw, want... if, if you withdraw them because the kid's not interested, it's like oh, they just couldn't hack it. Yeah, my dad <laughs> my dad said like I I always wanted you to play at the level you were capable of playing at. Yeah. And so if you're capable yeah. of playing at AAA and right. and you have natural ability like I did, uh, <laughs> yeah, he wanted to put like me in. Do. He wanted to put me in some and still have exactly. <laughs> he wanted to put me into the skates. You. You know, I was a little overboard, probably, <laughs> probably. And, but but I also played baseball. I was playing other sports. Here, here's the thing: when I was a kid, I got like no extra amount, nothing. Like I didn't even know. Like you can tell what yeah. is. Fine, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I I I wished that I had like gone to even a single hockey camp, just a hockey camp. The first hockey camp I went to, I I got a, a job. Uh, doing chores and saved up my own money and then gave it to my parents and said, can you put me in this hockey camp? And I went to Roger Nielsen's hockey camp when I was oh. like 13 years old. Give me some edge work. Oh, I know. Like I, that was the first hockey camp that I went to and I missed like four years of, of hockey development just because like my parents didn't really care. Yeah. Right? So I, I wouldn't, wouldn't have minded getting a little extra ice time here and there. Um, the, the question goes on. I'm still waiting for the question. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we got it here. This is the last paragraph. Okay. What amount of playing is normal for kids at this age? Seven days a week, year round, does does seem excessive to me. Did any NHL players even play this much? Anytime I hear of an NHL player's background, it seems like they had supportive, laid-back parents. Mm, you haven't heard about Mitch Marner. <laughs> I know a few players who have gotten D1 scholarships and think their parents pushed them a bit, saw their talent, but... They did take summers off and played other sports. So why are things changing so much with youth hockey or are people just crazier about this sport now? I think that there is no amount that is too much. If the kid's like, I want this mom, dad, like I got I to gotta get on the ice today. I want to do this. I want to do If the kid this. is loving every second of it? Yeah. Like if the kid is like the one that's the one driving it. Yeah. It's like it's like if your kid is asking you to play hockey as much as most kids are asking to get on the iPad, huh. then like yeah, sure, every day is fine. Exactly, support yeah. the addiction. But, it's a healthy addiction. Yeah. 
But yes. if, but if, like Bedard's it's the dad, parents like you have practice today. Let's go. And he doesn't want. And to the yeah, kids yeah, like, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Mom, Dad, I don't want. Then it's like, okay, well, at what point are you just forced? And like, they're gonna turn 17, 18 and be like, yeah, screw this. I'm gonna go and do my own thing now because my parents made me play hockey my whole life. Like, Fair. I I would throw in, don't poison it, because yeah. I think that's what happens. Is you do get some of these kids that are, just love it so much, and then the parents like are supportive but then also put on a lot of undue pressure yeah. and turn the positive into negative sometimes. Like the kid has, it's like the, what did you say? The balance, the yin and yang, yin and yang, right? Yeah. Too much of a good thing to become a bad so, thing. So yeah. just, if you're a parent and your kid is like absolutely nuts about hockey, just don't poison it. Right. Don't add in this extra pressure that they don't need. Let them have a bad game because you know, with, with every effort, there's, you know, errors and shortcomings. Mm-hmm. It, you can't always be the best. Sometimes you're going to have a day off and let them just feel that and don't, you know, don't rip into them. Yeah. Like Sidney Crosby didn't um, play his whole life growing up without having a bad game. Yeah. And Connor McDavid didn't go his whole life without having a bad game, you, you know? You yeah. don't have to make it less like, oh, you're never going to make the NHL. Like when they're like 10. Just yeah. let them be so what, kids and, and... What was the question? Okay, so basically... How much is too much? Yeah, how much hockey is too much? And why are things changing so much with youth hockey? Or are people just crazier about this sport now? Like, it, it definitely hasn't always been this nuts. I remember, I read Bobby Orr's book. He said that the first hockey camp he ever went to was uh, when he was already in the NHL and he was just running it for other kids. He <laughs> yeah. had never gone to a hockey camp, ever. The one up in Muskoka. <laughs> I, I read, yeah, I read Gretzky's book. Uh, and, and, um, his parents went to the hardware store to get a hose in like, uh, January and the people looked at them sideways. Like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm making a backyard rink. Huh? Like that was nuts to have a backyard rink, Mm -hmm. to have your own personal rink was crazy in Gretzky's era, but he spent every single day and, and Bobby Orr, he was also every single day down in the Bay in Perry Sound. Mm -hmm. He just skated on the lake, skated on the lake, skated on the lake because he wanted to, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so there wasn't all this pressure with these older players, but the the new players are so much better. They're so skilled. They're so talented. Their skating is better because they're the, getting the all the bar to hit is higher to oh. be able to be in that one percent that even get close yeah. to a draft. You, you get Bobby Orr and Gretzky that are absolutely obsessed, and then they're competing against players that that didn't get any extra ice time or weren't that obsessed. Like I was watching Gretzky in like the seventies. And he was going up against defense. I couldn't even do a backwards crossover. It was crazy how bad some of these defensemen were. Yeah. Don't take my. That's my take. Don't take my take. That's not. No. Don't dude, take my take. That's I sat my here. Take. I sat here watching. That's my take. Okay. Fair enough. You can have that same take. But I think a lot of people have that take. I sat here with Hayden watching these, and I I replayed the the YouTube video back. Goalie, Hayden. The Hayden, look at this do guy. The butterfly. Oh, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> like it was insane. I, I, I was watching the videos with Hayden and showing him. This was like years ago, and I'm like, look at how bad this defense. And and the one night he got five points. I showed Hayden. I was yeah. like. Dude, he wasn't remember, even on. Yeah. He wasn't on the ice for this goal. Watch, I played it back. He I'm just like, got a goal for it. Or a he, point. he got a point. Yeah. He got a secondary assist. He wasn't even on the ice. I played it back. I'm like, look who touched it. I was like, number 37, number 22, oh. and the number number nine Whoa. scored. Did we just crack a conspiracy? Dude, you know <laughs> who? It was it was barely refs back then. You know what was going on? Yeah, that's insane. He got he got phantom oh, points. Oh, we gotta talk about this. Dude, he got phantom points. He was phantom go- points for Gretzky. And you know who was in the lead? There was like three games left. Marcel Dion was the point leader. And the refs were given points to Gretzky so he could catch up. Uh, oh, to be my the point leader that year. Goodness, yo, this Guaranteed. is a conspiracy. Go watch. I'll find phantom the video. Phantom points for he's, Gretzky. He was getting phantom points. There, yeah, that's. I believe it. Hundred <laughs> percent. I believe it. I believe that happened at least once. 
because we literally watched well, I the, the footage video back. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> let, let's get back to you talking I about I haven't this. got the answer to the question. Yes. Let me answer the question here. Is Are things too crazy? I think, well, to hit on the NHL, the, are the kids going to the NHL? Do the parents think the kids go in the NHL? Mm-hmm. At nine years old, you pretty much know which kids are going to the NHL. It's, it's like, almost I, that I, way. It is that way. Like, I remember, because there was a kid on my team that went to the NHL, and you knew yeah. he was light years a better better than every kid. Like, he, he was doing the the Bedard inside edge, yeah. Crosby edges at that age. Like, the Mohawks. It's the yeah. skating. You know. You know who's special. He was competitive. You Like, he didn't want to lose. He was getting. Had the drive to train. Four goals a game, five goals a game versus every, like. Shots better. Skating's better. So just if your kid's not, like, better. I mean, you can develop and you can be, like, you yeah. can be a role player. But, like, you know which guys at age 10 are, like. If it, naturally gifted that's pretty much it at, at like nine or ten it's like you kind of know who's special who's not you've seen them and and you even knew at like five and six and seven they were like ahead of their yeah, group like, but then it's like around nine it's like okay everyone else has had a chance to get them some ice time and see what they're capable of and yeah there's exceptions yeah there's exceptions but you kind of have an idea who might make it it's no guarantee still yeah less than one percent right but like of those special players like maybe 10% of those guys. Ten, you take all the special players, you, all the kids at the Brick Tournament. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Then which which guys are dominating the Brick Tournament? Who's the MVP of the Brick Tournament? Like, those are the guys making... Like, most guys at the Brick Tournament aren't They're making it to the league. And it's not to say that to be like, oh, like, you should still believe in yourself and believe that you can do anything, but... And there's a difference between the teaching parents, your kid discipline yep. and forcing them into something they don't want. There's a lot of like, lessons to in hockey, and you, you the, the goal does not have to be to make the NHL. Yeah. You can play for so many reasons. You can play yeah. for so many reasons. Yeah, yeah, like right? scholarships. You can go D1. Friendships. For fun. Respect <laughs> for fun. You could, some, some parents should just make imagine, it their kid's goal. Imagine playing for fun. <laughs> hey? Imagine these kids at night some, playing some, for fun. Some parents, oh, my gosh. Some parents What's should give, uh, just give their kids the vision to be good enough at hockey that you can get a scholarship and you don't have to pay that, for school. That's what I'm saying. So you know? imagine, but imagine kids playing hockey for fun a at game. age nine. A game. Imagine when they're eight. Imagine playing for fun. Like I that's would. hilarious. No, I got my if, I got my kid in seven skates a week. Yeah. If um, and I'm forcing him to go every day. And you I, should be. I'm telling him it's not fun. This is work. No, it's work. At six a.m., you have to be up. I know you've got school, but like, there's other things important in life. I don't care if you're not feeling well. Like I don't care if you don't like the eggs I'm giving you. Exactly. Practice. Ta- ta- so you guys agree. Like I mean, take the Advil and drink your protein shake, <laughs> and hey. get, and the creatine and get on the ice. Hey. Yeah. My kid last night says, mm-hmm. "Dad, I thought hockey was supposed to be fun." <laughs> it's hard. It's hard <laughs> to hear it. He said it's supposed to be fun. It's hard to hear it. It's it's. Um, I said, pal. Did you break Smart. down in tears? I said, pal, <laughs> I almost did. Mm-hmm. He said hockey was supposed to be fun. And I said, pal, this is work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Said, have you guys had you this, have to have teach you, that have you out of them same, early. Have you had that same conversation with your kid? Is your kid oh. thinking that hockey's supposed to be fun? Yeah. yeah he, he, tr- he tried enjoying himself. You know, he, he comes off the bench. <laughs> and it's the worst when, you know, he serves a pizza up center ice. Right, and and the other team scores, and he comes off with a smile on his face. I don't let my kid smile. With a you, smile, you I let said, him "Smile still." Wipe that smile off your face. The only <laughs> I time do the same thing to my kid. I, it, the only time I want to see you smile is when you hoist the Stanley Cup 
over your head. Exactly. Okay. I, you wipe the smile off your face, pal. That's what they want. You I, are working yeah. until you get to that moment. Yep. And only that moment is when you are allowed to smile. Yep. I don't care if you win a tournament. A tournament when you're 10 with your friends? I say don't. <laughs> I, 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 that means nothing. No, I, I tell say, them that. I, t- I, I, I get to the car. I, I see all the kids smile and laugh. And I say, pal, if I see a smile after a tournament win, yeah. that's not the Stanley Cup. No. It's not going to happen. No. We're not you know happening. What? We're not. He's lucky if he gets a meal that night. I, I, I tell you. So my kid, he, he was playing a year up because he's he is elite. He's like you've seen his stride, right? He's playing a year up. Oh, he's a phenomenal skater. And and he's in a tournament. He's not having fun out there, right? Is he? No, he he got like three, four goals per game. He gets the MVP, the medal, right? And you could you should see his face. His lights up. He's so proud oh, of himself, hate right? You hate to see that. And and I, I I was waiting by the door. I was waiting by the door. He gets in the parking off. lot. We're waiting in the parking no, lot. Right by the door when he steps off the ice, right? And and he's so proud. He's got his teammates all around him. He goes to show me the medal. He's got it around his neck, right? Wearing it. And I grabbed that medal. I ripped it off of him. Nice. I chucked it in the trash. Exactly. He didn't deserve that yet. And he starts crying. He breaks down. And I think this is a really pivotal moment. It's Job's not done. And I said, that's not the heart trophy. Job's not finished. That's not the heart. Exactly. Right? Job's not done, Paul. Because no. <laughs> it's you not the Stanley Cup. It's not a heart. It's not an MVP of the league mm-hmm. in the NHL. Job's not finished, pal. I don't want to see you smile. And, I, and it's hard. I think it's a pivotal it's moment hard. in his development. Yeah. Like he learned. But it, it, how else are the kids going to learn? <laughs> Playing hockey for fun. <laughs> for fun. Like for fun. I mean, it's what? not fun doing backwards crossovers until your feet bleed. Oh, I huh? know. It's not fun putting that work in every single day. Uh. Before school, after school. Sk- skating, red line to I got, blue line until you throw up into a bucket in the middle of the ice is not fun. I hired I hired a coach to go with them to school from Russia. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, they get down. Doesn't over speak there. a word of and English. I love and I, and I love it because they I still let them hit the kids there in Russia, right? So yeah, so I got him in hitting clinics at age nine now. Well, you got, you got I got him playing against the older kids, fourteen year olds. They're beating up Good. on them. Yeah. They're tough. They're toughing them up. I, I give the kids. A crit- I said. I said. I don't want. I said. I don't want to see have fun out there. So I told. I and I tell the older kids. You do. Yeah. Give them some cross checks. You slide. You slide over to the other bench. You I slow foot them. Make it a night. <laughs> yeah. Make it a nightmare for my kid tonight. Yep. That's what I tell the you older give kids. Twenty bucks. You give it. 20, I don't want my twenty kid bucks to a kid having fun. Hey. Did you guys just do minute madness? I was yes. just a bystander. Yes. <laughs> Ten minute madness. Ten minute madness. Yeah. I think that's a good note. So on, on a serious note. <laughs> is hockey too crazy? It can be. It's it's up to you. Depends it's on the parent. No, on, I think I said what? it right off the get go. It depends on the kids. Yeah, it depends on the kids. It depends. Like you can find yourself in a circle. And I actually wanted to do this as like a, a TikTok sort of like skit, a series where like two dads put their kids in hockey, right? And they have that first meeting of like everything's going to be fun. It's going to be good. And did and then it's like it starts right. You get like the the seed has been planted. Did you hear, uh, Jim? Yeah, he's putting his kids in in privates. Privates. Well, they already practice twice a week, no? Yeah, it's just crazy, isn't it? Right. And then the next time we meet, you're like, oh, I I I got um I got uh, Max into he's you in know a little now. extra. Oh, do you privates? Oh, do you who? And right, I say pri- You doing privates? No, no, it's it's like a group thing. It's not. It's not. Yeah, it's like, and it's, your kid's not in the group thing. <laughs> it's it's thirty bucks. It's not that much. Oh, okay. It's kind of a waste of money. Oh, you should try it out. No, he's doing really well. He's Okay, and then I put him in, right? And then and he sees Max go and score a goal, and he's like, oh, yeah, oh, just, yeah. okay. <laughs> right? And then, oh, you know what? I, I got Mason on the ice a little a little early. <laughs> and dad goes, then, dad's rented out the rink. It goes from like, yeah, no, we, we bought a rink. Uh, <laughs> we actually yeah. bought a rink, so my kids, 
Yeah, yeah no, I'm, a, I'm not going to take it too serious. You like, know, hey, I, we bought a box seat at the oh, Leafs game so we, so we can learn. Hey, hey, Jeremy, it's like, you know, four or five skits in. Oh, Jeremy, you can, can you come, you coming over on the weekend, you know, watch uh, watch the, the Leafs game with us? I can't, no, Mason's got hockey. Again? Yeah. Well, what about uh, Sunday then? Yeah, we're on the ice. What about uh, Tuesday? He's got a private. What day doesn't he have hockey? Okay, like, let's, oh, he has hockey every let's day. Let's look at our schedule, and it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, let's let's plan something in the summertime then, eh? In the summer. Uh, what, what about July? I got. I'm you know looking at my schedule. Uh, July. We're flying to Detroit yeah, for exactly. a summer hockey a week tournament. Here, <laughs> actually, training yeah. with uh, in Finland. Gagne. Yeah. Yeah, for the week. Oh, no, we're, we're actually. I I did I did book him in Finland for the month. Yeah, I there. got him in. Fin- I got him over. Eight. I got him over in Moscow. It's got to be expensive. I got. Eight, I got him over in Moscow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's kind of like a, a a European tour. It's yeah. Finland, <laughs> Moscow, Russia. And then there's this I like guy. the way Czechia was playing last year. I got <laughs> hired the, the world junior coach there. Well, why didn't you just, there's a camp for for checking in uh in Barry down the road there. Yeah, but yeah. but this guy he like specializes. The other the other kids are training with Doesn't him. Doesn't school don't... start that week? Aren't you? Oh yeah, no. We we don't need him in school. We're, we're actually homeschooling now yeah. and uh it's got to be expensive. Well, we did yeah. we downsized our house. Like we didn't need it. We didn't need. You know, <laughs> yeah. the markets are high anyways. Yeah, I got I repaved the driveway for him. He's, he does his roller hockey too. So yeah, he's got this roller hockey night. I, you know, I saw Bedard. You know, I, saw, I, I picked I up. I saw f- Bedard and Johnson doing the the. Yeah, you see on here. Yeah, that that week they're doing. I the picked roller, up a few extra shifts at work to cover yeah. cover the guy that drives him to practice. Yeah, because yeah. I, I actually I'm took a bit too busy working really, to afford all this. But I took know. the year off <laughs> just for my just a sabbatical just for my son's sabbatical. development. Yeah. Well, actually, I took the year off. <laughs> the the wife and I got pregnant, so she could go on mat leave, and now that really freed up a lot of time. <laughs> That's and, amazing. And and you know what? If if he doesn't like we we did the genetic testing, made sure we're having another boy because the young it's the youngest one that always makes it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, that's smart. Unless you're the Hughes brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. hoping I have triplets here. <laughs> yeah, we we actually Man. did the. Uh, yeah, we're we're doing a in vitro, so we can three uh, times we we inserted three. <laughs> no, when dad discovers how much these uh, the NHL contracts are. Mm. Wait, what? How much? <laughs> we're talking Luke Jack. And Quinn? How, how much is Hughes hmm? making? Thirteen million a year. Huh. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Might be my uncle. honey. Honey. Hon. Hon. Get them in. A, get them in the Hon. football instead. Get them in Grover's skate tonight. We're going to the fertility clinic. <laughs> yeah, Hon. I. Oh, hon. The more of them, the more chance. <laughs> then you go into the fertility clinic. Hey, where are the hockey players? <laughs> hon. And we're going to the fertility clinic, and then I'm heading to home, home hardware to get one of those backyard rinks. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I was looking at. Uh... All right, are you guys done? Uh, we're gonna call it. Yeah, an let's go, let's wrap it. Let's yeah. wrap it. All right, happy new everyone. Happy new Thank everyone. You. Happy new new year everyone. Happy new year. We're being efficient. You yeah. know what it is. Happy new everyone. <laughs> hey, Thanks. new year, new you. Thanks new for year. tuning yeah. in. We'll see you guys next, next week. week. Peace. Have a great January. Gonna change the world with my hockey stick. Gonna make a real difference. Feed the poor and heal the sick.